Again, he doesn't jump to the spot. Record he here, record here. He wants the baseball. We're fucking going. Oscar Cole you don't want to get the right channel field. suspended. The swing and a miss held onto by Grandal. Oh, no, you won't. And a strikeout of Diaz. You won't get it suspended. I read your private fake book, Facebook right message on air, James. One pitch had to be in the zone. That was but yeah, we're, we got opening day, uh, opening day baseball. Donald Trump got indicted, so we can see what the nerds over on the news are saying about that. I think I finally got the audio perfect. It should sound fucking beautiful. Uh, yeah, welcome to the show. We got sports. Fucking, we'll make fun of politics. You know, lightly. We don't know what we're talking about. Look at that. Runs are scoring. The Sox are losing. It's a happy day. Hope you saw some dingers. Welcome to the podcast. We're storming the Capitol. It's a revolution. Purple color, I see. Then you maintain the status. December 7th, ninth. And a question of psychopath. Everybody, welcome to the show. Let's fade that out quick. We got a lot going on here. We got, uh, I, if you saw, I adjusted the TV real quick. Um, ooh, no Indian food at fucking, uh, ooh, look at that. Look at the hole of no Indian food. Boy, was she correct on that one. Larry just sent me a text. No Indian food at Trader Joe's, guys. Um, what should we get? Or, or is anyone out there a Trader Joe's aficionado? Who Grandall? Oh, Aaron Bummer. I don't know. The Sox are, are faithful in a in a boy with a last name like Bummer. I feel like they're trying to make up for Aaron Rowand. The, it, Bummer was always the Rowand, uh, but their bullpen is kind of in shambles, like many other teams. Cease was dealing. Uh, there's no Indian food. What else should I get? Oh, we'll listen to baseball while I figure this household conundrum up. I just said macaroni. I just said we'll get macaroni. But welcome to the show. Uh, we're going to try and be here all night. Uh, what, we got some opening day baseball. I hope you saw dingers today. The Cubs won. That's very good. Uh, Trump is getting indicted. Uh, WrestleMania weekend's happening. There's a lot of 
coincidentally, a lot of wrestling in TV history today. I looked at it yesterday, uh, and there's a lot of WCW Saturday Night, I think. Uh, there's some USWA, some classic Memphis from the 90s, so we can look at that. Colin Coward interviewed Charlotte Flair and Nick Khan from WWE, so it's going to be interesting to see the kind of schmoozing he does in a non-real sport like wrestling. But we're going to be here for a while, just chilling, making fun of television. I am going to WrestleMania. That's going to be exciting. Has anyone out there been? Have you been to? What's the biggest wrestling show you've ever been to, Bailey? And be more. Fucking new Kid Rock single here in the background. Let's see what other sports is on right now. Ease into the show here. We're going to ease into the show here. Is this some kind of white rapper, this guy? He's all over the place. Who is this guy? Is this fucking the new Fat Joe or something like that? ASAP Food. We've got the college basketball actual tournament. Slam dunk. You need a bit more. NFL 360. The last pump of who's going to get who. This is the last gasp of, I think, the NFL network trying to get a motherfucker drafted. They want this Anthony Richardson to go number one. I feel like they're planting a bust. You know, people are saying good things about C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young. I feel like they're planting the bust. Lamar Jackson requesting a trade. That's big. We can get into the TV behind that. A lot of stuff to watch. Ready by training camp. This update is presented by Verizon. NFL 360 is presented by the Home Depot. Ooh, disturbing, because we're about to see motherfuckers get the wood laid to them. Holy fuck, what is this, Game of Thrones? Is the NFL Network just showing the war in the Ukraine? All that will settle is football game. Iron on the field, gridiron and iron cross. Dude, those fucking Middle Eastern war tunes rule. For months now, uh, I'll look at my phone and, oh, here's one from Yuri, here's one from Zaretsky, and I send them right back. And I think they're pretty- Kyle Brandt is emotionally invested in the Ukraine war. They don't want to be forgotten, and that is a recurring theme in all this. What we're doing is so important, and I hope that people around the world, and I hope that people in America, and really specifically, they love the NFL so much, I hope people in the NFL care, and they're really flattered that- we Look at Kyle Brandt going up there in his fucking joggers and his red fucking shoes, his Mr. Rogers's. Patriots jacket. What is the significance of the jacket? Where'd you get that from? And thanks for keeping Ukraine top of mind because I, I think it's not on the covers of the headlines and we're certainly not talking about it on Twitter. As much thanks as for keep, keeping Ukraine top of mind. They, you know, they, it sure does bum this fucking them. show out this in the morning. This is a Kim Patriots jacket. This is an unbelievable thing. Yuri, this is his actual jacket. There's 20 of them made ever, and he wanted us to have this. And there was incredible work to go through to even get this to New York City. Yuri, a man from the NFL Network. I'm assuming he's a, uh, ooh, look at him smooching his gal. In, in Poland, and there she is. And Yuri's then they had to smooches. send it to New York, and it's taken weeks. He said, please have this, please. We love please. what you do. We love please what you're telling our story. Did he say it like the that? The number one fear that they have in the scheme of this please. is that 
It's just clickbaiting it onto the next thing. It's football season. We talk football, and there's plenty of football in the story, but this is so important, so global, and I'm so thankful to be part of it, and it can be part of Good Morning Football. The globalists are shoving it down your throats. I will say this pitch clock is doing wonders. Like, this game has been quick. I swear to Christ, this game started at 5. Maybe 4.30, but I don't know. Maybe I'm just stoned up here. They're in the game for one inning, 20 pitches. Movement on that 97-mile-an-hour fastball. Love the gold lettering. It's, I mean, they do it for every World Series team. It didn't look right on the Cubs to have their gold lettering. It just doesn't look right with the rest of the colors, but the Astros, it pops. I feel like they should keep that all year. That attendee did go. Two balls, two strikes. You a baseball guy, Bailey? So, do you, I mean, you're a Rams fan, but that doesn't mean necessarily that you're a Cardinal guy. Because you were, they were, they were in St. Louis most of your life. Ninety-two, <laughs> a ninety-two cameo. <laughs> Look at that, the Buckner right through the legs. What's the relay here? I mean, I I think it's universal. It's been smooth. The one thing that's kicking through is all the old heads don't like the World Baseball Classic, but I think this is the first year that it was truly actually like a World Cup of baseball. I think this is the first year it arrived. Stealing a line from my group chat. More offense in him as well. He'll be working on that. Hell yeah, you're a White Sox fan. Of big plays tonight. That ball is you know, this game. Right. Ooh, deep, ooh it there it is. There's here. a little offense tying it up. The White Sox have been a little in last season form here lately, but it looks like they got one on Montero. We got ourselves a game here, boys. That's how you get it back. Ball got out of here in a hurry, didn't it? Yeah. Got to be quicker with the home run drops. Seven miles an hour off the bat. That's the most impressive part about this is the scouting report on Good connect right there. Who is that, Benintendi? Was that Andrew Benintendi? We're going to have the, uh, I think the WWE Hall of Fame is on. We could flip over to that occasionally. Montero gets ahead of Elvis Andrews. Get the Elon information Montana for that Hall of Fame. An error on the first baseman went all the way to the corner, and he got thrown out at Oh, no, I think that might be tomorrow. The he conceivably could yeah, that'll be March 31st. Second. That's Bregman. tomorrow. Tough hop up his arm, but he's able to make the throw across the diamond. New ball game, new player. Yasmati Grandal says he's healthy this year, and it showed with that big swing. It's shade. 1-1. Houston coming to the plate. Bottom eight on opening night. It's looking good as far managerially, too. Uh, Pedro Grafal, new White Sox manager. Perfect manager for the White Sox, I believe, because there's a, it's a Latin vibe to the team. And I believe he is a Latino man. Obviously, his name is Pedro. Uh, but he is like a bald, kind of white-looking man. He's white-passing. He's a Wado, like me. Uh, so that's perfect for the south side. You know, you get the, the Polish people on your side. The south side cops will be on your side. He doesn't, at least he don't look like that. Uh, but then he's got, you know, the cred of actually being a Latino man. Is here. We've been creating it for more than 100 years. 
putting the most advanced technology into people's hands. Start from the back. So let's see what's going on with the news. We got some Trump shit. Let's see if they're talking Trump. Chilly conditions and finally. Chilly. See if they're talking Trump. It's a fucking Trump bar. I worked at a bar one time and this dude brought in a homeless person to buy wings. Uh, and just they just got loud like the homeless person was just badgering people We weren't trying to be dicks about it, but they had to go So we kicked this dude out and we're like you can get your wings, but you gotta go and he was like this is a fucking Trump bar, dude Fucking Trump bar and, and then as he was leaving he's like y'all this is fucked up. It's a Trump bar. These are good wings though, right? And then he walked away the top yep lots of shovels for the ski patrol look at that snow up there see this is my favorite part of southern california is you have the end of the world happening down here in los angeles where i live and then you know out east you got the forest and the mountains and the snow like you have all kind of geographical locations True SoCal slope there. True SoCal slope there. You get murdered on that motherfucker. Congress, so where will millions of TikTok users go for social relief? They'll just go back to Twitter. I mean, there'll be a new thing. TikTok was a new up-and-comer. Let's overtake Truth Social. Let's live up Truth Social. Joel McHale and me, Natalie Morales, April 8th for an evening of heartwarming stories of triumph and inspiring messages all the only triumph I want is the dog. I've been thinking about there has been a huge spectacle. I mean, a lot of the evidence has been very dry. It's been very uh, expert witness heavy. But Gwyneth Paltrow. She's looking like Jeffrey Dormer with his sunglasses. Very tragic and scary. Just consuming shoops and broths. Now, this has sparked a huge social. Fuck yeah, live it up. Oh, no. Fucking take people over. And also, you know, even late night. Late night shows in America have uh, turned this case into comedy. Jury finds actress not at fault. Seen this as a positive. Well, yes. Yeah, didn't she just tell some guy to f fuck himself? Like some dude fucking bumped into her, and she was like, "Hey, go fuck yourself, asshole." You know, she's a frail gal. You could have skied right through her. That would have been a sight to ski through Gwyneth Paltrow like a fucking Mortal Kombat fatality. And the ski instructor I was speaking to today said that, in a way, it would have raised awareness of that. And if anything, uh, the mountains will be a safer place because of this very high-profile trial. High-profile. Sophie Long reporting there. Now, going back to the news that Donald Trump... It blows my mind that black British people talk like that. That's probably just, you know, leftover racism on my part. I'll try and kick it loose, but it's still just off... It's not off-put. I don't want to say off-putting, but it's different. Just talk us through your reaction. Through! So, thank you for having me, first and foremost. My reaction is... Is it tomorrow there? He's going to make a joke. I think that this... Bank ranked number one in customer. See what KTLA, the CW of AAA news. Full picture quote today. You'll be glad you did. The classic Hollywood. Trying to find it, and then we'll go to the oh, national. Quake swarms are this. not unusual in this part of Ooh, Iowa. Quake swarm. The National Park Service says this is the unloading. This is the little shit you got to look for. See, this is the stuff you got to be all Woody Harrelson about. You know, you got to look at these little quakes and these little burbles. You know, there's been fucking. Quakes in the Middle East that shakes stuff up. You know, I'm telling you, we're gonna get buried here in a minute. And if there's ever a tidal wave, we're podcasting through it. I'll surf that bitch with this microphone like fucking Styles from Teen Wolf. The national medium home price slipped last month to <clears throat> 363,000, marking the first. Fucking rich people are tripping because home prices are going down here finally. 
they bitch about the high prices and then when it goes down they bitch because that means poor people will go in temecula california which is like you know the south holland illinois of california uh they just implemented this thing where like they're gonna make it harder for poor people to move in a popular mega church is facing a class action lawsuit. What employees say they were forced to do it. Ooh, real night court. Look at this. When do you start? To See, that's what the good thing about reboots, even when they suck, is the reboot is popular, so they're kicking in a little night court. It's beautiful. Let me straighten out the camera a little bit. Told me that they love you. I wouldn't have to ask why. Look at a young Lara Cat. A wet behind the ears Lara Cat. I mean, this is racy for national television. This was, I think, CBS or NBC back in the day. Wanted to do that to somebody. This has to be season one. This is a fucking. They're all wet behind their season one, episode seven. Oh, by the way, about that club of yours. I don't really think I'm interested. I mean, you know, no secret handshakes or anything. Judge Stone. Night Court. And fucking <clears throat> Barney Miller were staples of my childhood watching TV with my grandparents. I think Barney Miller was on the same channel too, but I caught this at reruns. I wasn't alive when I think Night Court was done, well and done by the time I got to it. Seven. Extra shriveled. <laughs> Sassy broad. It's the 90s. We can still be racial. I want to apologize for acting like a real fool. Oh, no, forget it. It could have happened to any of Ooh, Fox News at six. Gascon, DA Gascon for a statement. I also have some TV League. We never oh, it was massive. It was, a, it was a big show. Everyone, Harry Anderson, and even their spinoffs. Harry Anderson's show that we've been watching in TV history and the John Larroquette show kind of, you know, had, it, I wouldn't say they were smash successes but they had you know a life of their own they existed for quite a quite a bit of time wouldn't you say Thank you so, much. so everyone with night court did well except for that tall dumb guy their version of dauber california governor gavin newsom is taking his fight against republican policies on the road yet i'm gonna get my sexy voice on that campaign trail head back out to Dodger Stadium. Kyle Kraska has details on what we can expect to see from the Dodgers. Ooh, it's raining. A little rainy opening night. Look at Dave Roberts helping with the tarp. I don't know if that's him being helpful or if they're short-staffed. It is, you know, the everyone's cutting workers here in Los Angeles. I clicked onto it, and every time I kept reading on, Disney pays for here, we'll tuition, go back to the books, White everything. Sucks game. <laughs> no, I don't really care. I'm one of those Cub fans that people hate that, like, I just don't give a shit about the White Sox. I was talking to one of my uh, White Sox friends, stand-up comedian in Chicago named Bill Gewurz. Uh Shout out Bill Gewurz. And uh, he, we were arguing because I hate Hawk Harrelson. Put it on the board. Yeah. I hate that fucking guy. Uh, just, I just got, I just didn't like it. Uh, and he was like, if Hawk Harrelson was the announcer for the Cubs, he would have had a statue just like Harry Carey. And I was like, I thought Harry Carey was a dumb drunk too. I was a Chip Carey fan and a Len Casper guy. Um, but I was like, dude, I don't even hate the White Sox. I just, you know, to me, they're one of the other Major League Baseball teams. I look at them like I look at the San Francisco Giants or the Atlanta Braves. And he was just like, yeah, that pisses us off, off more. 
We want you to hate us. And I was just like, yeah, they hate them, but they love they it. They've I, I get how they got a special place in your heart, but you can claim Harry Carey, too. He was a White Sox announcer for quite a bit of years. All game of the season with the Phillies and the Rangers. Now Ryan Presley is in and Oscar Kolos, the great hitter that has been advertised. Oscar Kolos. Training Rocky. Single his first time up. Move the chat He's down here. Ninth inning. I love the ambiance of a baseball game. I could go to sleep to that. That sounds like a, a knock on baseball, but I guarantee you it's not. I mean that in the in the in the greatest, most affectionate of ways. One one from Presley. Right field. Tucker. Look at that. You can get it out of there at Minute Maid Park. That juice box is humid. Ball sail right through there. The Braves coming through, 7-2 down there. The Yankees, Aaron Judge blasting dingers. The Cubs, Dansby Swanson. I don't think there were any ding-dongs, but there was, you know, a 4-0 shutout of the Brewers, which I always love. 48 innings, and just part of that dynamic bullpen whose ERA in the postseason was 083. Let me know in the chat if this starts to freeze up too. So, you know, we'll take a rest. I'll start a new stream, but it should be good. Should be all good. That shake, the double shake. Yeah. I mean, you never like to see that. Big day for opening day for fantasy baseball as well. Let's go see what my fantasy baseball score is. As the, as the games go on, I drafted a lot of West Coasters. I still got Juani Soto coming up. Let's see what the Strem is, is going on here. I've watched him a lot. I don't, I don't remember him doing that a lot. and takes that ball outside. Keep an eye on it right here. These two were teammates. World Baseball Classic. Hell yeah. A couple weeks ago. <clears throat> I love Eduardo Perez because he really emphasizes the Latino-ness of the names. So you have all these white dorks being like, Yoan Moncada, and he's like, Moncada. Saying it all sexy and shit. 3120, I'm down, but I still got hitters going, baby. I wonder if somebody's digging at him a little bit. I don't know. You know, pitching in that classic too, you you dial it up, you know, you dial it up big time early through midway through spring. So I got Sean Murphy as my catcher DH for Atlanta. I went with a different kind of approach with fantasy baseball this year. I usually, I mean, I went with, I know what players I wanted, but I really kind of just went with best available in the highest scoring category. Like one of my buddies, one time we were smoking weed outside of a bar and he was like, fantasy baseball is easy. You just draft the guy who's going to score the most points. And I was like, yeah, you know what? Because it is just kind of repetition. So I did that. Um, my pitching staff isn't as great as it's been, but I think it can hold it together. I got Juan Soto and right. Chris Bryant, who I think is going to have a comeback year. 
Francisco Lindor, who's going to hit bombs. I got Arenado and Gliber Torres, who got me 10 points tonight. Uh, so I think I can come back on that 10. Got a lot of multiple tool guys, a lot of first baseman DH because they hit dingers. Whit Merrifield, who I wanted the Cubs to get, who was a, a royal for a long time. They hung on to him like a fucking... The last fucking gumball in a machine. Like, that, that rebuild is just finally underway officially. They got rid of him to Toronto. So I drafted him because it really depends. You know, if he was still a royal, I wouldn't have got him. But Whit Merrifield, the Blue Jay, he can do some damage. That's a good pitch that time from Presley. Coming off a season in which he had 33 saves. He's fourth all-time on the Astros save list. You got any fantasy baseball in the chat? Are you in fantasy baseball, uh, Bailey, or are you just doing football? Baseball's tedious. You got to be on it every day. Sometimes I even forget. Like today, I set all my pitchers. Pitchers are the key. And then, you know, you wake up in the morning and you figure out who's going to play, and that's when you play your actual fantasy baseball of who's going to get more points. 48 and a third innings last year, over 528 of his career. Long-time pitcher with the Twins. And a 1-2. Boy, Maldonado is just a machine back there and swallowing that baseball up. That was a short hop. Baseball's fun because, like my buddy was saying outside of the, of the bar, you don't really need to, like, know a ton. You kind of just have to, like understand who's going to score the most points and then draft by that and just kind of i think kind of the one thing you got to know is like how many positions it's good to have look at the white Sox go robert will touch third he'll be waved in and andrew let's big screen it over delivers two with the shot single of the wall three one white Sox. look at that coming on late that was a shot 108.7 miles per hour off the bat by the time Jeremy Pena got up, that ball was by him. Trying to throw the fastball. They're all just spinning it up there. Not a lot of just straight on heat. And Andrew Vaughn, just like he did in Cal back in the day. That Andrew Vaughn is one hot piece of ace. Runner with uh, Got fucking Eloy Jimenez, former Cub here. Lowest fucking... Lowest button down in the game, dude. He keeps it fucking... He keeps his uniform open and sultry. It's a huge one for Chicago. Going one to Eloy Jimenez. Ooh. And this one to right field. Tucker heading towards the line and in foul territory makes the catch and Vaughn stays put. Vaughn's got that Paul Knurkel-type type speed, <laughs> and he knows it, too. Not the fleetest there. He's already in scoring position, and with two outs, and you got Juan Moncada up at the plate. Moncada. No he's kind of dying base. down on it. I feel like he's embarrassing the white boys in the booth. I feel like as we watch this game and watch it, I'll do a little TV League stuff. Let's get into Ryan it. Presley, the closer, comes in and gets oh, good. Minute. I'm glad it started. There we go. So I am up to uh, week 12 of the Amazon Flix Patrol. These are the popularity charts here. Mm. Whiffing. 
Moncada's been swinging like a wild man. That's the best cutter slider he's thrown. They're swinging like the Cubs in the fucking so first four games of the 2016 World Series. You know, people joked about it, but the Cubs winning the World Series really did unlock some real upheaval into the world. Trump happened, and then it all just kind of dominoed from there. But I got my joy of a Cubs World Series. Chicago White Sox. It's bullpen by committee when it comes to closing. So Yellowstone's getting another 52 points here. Has his hands so full. it's going to 58, increasing its lead to 3,858 points. Way a thousand over Gray's Anatomy, but Gray's Anatomy making a little push here. House of the Dragon might get back in the game a little bit because they just announced this. Uh, they didn't announce the season two; they announced less episodes. But that'll get it in people's brains. People that maybe people that were excited. Uh, about reading the news they were pissed it was going to be long they're glad it's eight episodes or however many maybe it's going to be more cash back on everything we buy and it has no preset spending limit so our purchasing power adapts to our business needs we use our two percent cash back to help cover our better call Saul at 42 and snowfall at 37 our people it may sound cheesy but we like it that way what's in your wallet What is wrong with Nike? We need some more players. What about Jordan? How the hell you gonna get Michael? He loves Adidas. Who does Chris... I, for, for a minute, looking at the billboard of this movie, I was like, they're not having Chris Tucker playing Michael Jordan, are they? Get more red in. 51 Is he, is he going, going back to the Def Jam young years? I mean, he does kind of look like a Jordan with hair. Okay. Does he play Mr. Jordan? Trying to ruin your career? Are you trying to get your dad murdered for gambling debts? Special sneak preview Saturday. It was 1995, and something was brewing at Coors Field. What a bright sight. Do you see this? This is history. A player this good only comes around once in a blue moon. Blue Moon was born in a ballpark, brewed by the spirit of baseball. Move me over a little bit. Look at that. Did I just blow your mind? Next guard is the Taco Bell really does have like the bangingest music. I don't like EDM, but I do like it associated with a Taco Bell commercial because it really is like the ecstasy of food. You know, it shoots all of your endorphins. You get a week of endorphin rush when you eat a Crunchwrap Supreme. It really is similar. To the final. So let's get this snowfall. We got to get into snowfall. Snowfall not fucking, not charging up like I thought it would. You know, you'd think a show about cocaine would charge up the fucking, would be a little faster, you know? He also has a history of just destroying the White Sox. Love that when the Astros went back to the classic blue and orange. Although they should do a throwback of the Roger Clemens, like burnt brown and like remember when they would do red they would throw red in there so it was 37 points for this so we'll do what 37 47 minus 146 first time to close a game this year and the first pitch fastball at 100 to yeah. Bregman strike one That'll work. <laughs> You're just playing a little old catch at 100. Uh-oh. 
Yeah, another one that moved in on his hands. Got to go Quickly, Ronaldo a. Lopez, who's thrown two 100-mile-an-hour fastballs. Will he go with something different or bury it in again with another 100? I'll only switch over if you need to hear something, but I will be continuing to add in at TV League scores here. Over the plate, but a quiet out of Alex Bregman and an 0 for 4 night. It's 100 miles an hour. Alex Bregman is just a baseball-ass motherfucker. Like, perfect baseball body, baseball name, doesn't look that talented, probably a Christian. Sound like they left his bat out in the rain or something. I mean, he's just, and it's just smooth. Jordan Alvarez. In this Four chat straight here pitches, quick. all registering 100 miles an hour. You're going to find out how his hand is on this at bat. <laughs> That's right. And during the practice, in, in between innings, he couldn't throw a slider for a strike. It was the fastball that he could throw for a strike, and he's been doing it so far. Well, you're done. Just there, there's exit ooh. stage right there's, there's ooh, That was Paul Holian right there. Why, why would you throw a 90-mile-an-hour breaking ball? We'll give him the bases on that one. Enjoy your dinger. Hand looks pretty good, though. It sure yeah. did on that one as you're done. Oh, no. On a mile. 111.9. You see the distance far enough. Jordan Alvarez getting all of it and getting his team back to one run. Throws him a slider. He, he, he said, it. said it. If you're at 100 with movement, Bad hand, did him a favor right in his wheelhouse. <laughs> that ball traveled 442 feet. We get a pitch clock already, right here. That ball needed a visa as far as it was hit. Here's Jose Abreu now as a tying run against his former team. Ooh, former Sox. He's gonna punish him right here. He's looking good. Look at him with the fucking the sensei braid in his goatee like he's training someone he's making a young baseball player bring up pails of water buried a slider one ball one strike again the Astros have won 10 straight opening day games they haven't lost since they've moved to the American League and 10 of 10 at home Take you here to the iTunes charts. We have The Last of Us, still number one, gaining 18% in popularity. White Lotus, number two, still hanging in there. White Lotus is hanging, dude. White Lotus and Last of Us are proof of shows. I mean, they're not network television shows. I feel like shows that are like on weekly television just kind of have a stank on them because streaming is like the daddy. Um, but White Lotus and Last of Us has really killed it in the TV league. I mean, these are shows that don't have a big wallpaper episode base. There's only like 12 episodes. I think White Lotus is at 20 plus, but it's only two seasons, six episodes each, 12 episodes. Last of Us only has nine. That's impressive that you can get into the top 10 of our league because our league is all about repetition and like, you know, just being on all the time. So it really is a big deal. To have a show like, ooh, he dropped it foul. Look at that. They're white soxing it up. For Jose Abreu. So it really is impressive to have shows 
like the last of us that can creep into number 12 in the TV league. Um, or uh, where's White Lotus? White Lotus is number seven in the TV league. Like that's impressive. <clears throat> you got to, you got to want, you got to have, well, uh, you got to uh, want people to find the show. It hits all the perfect things. It's on actual TV, so you get that 56, 60 year old. I still have cable, and I'm, you know, I got a little money, so I got HBO. They'll watch it live. It's on HBO Max. So you got the millennials and the streamers that are aware of it. It's on the iTunes stores and the Amazon stores. So uh, if you don't have any streaming services and you don't mind paying for a season pass or $2.99 or $3.99 per episode, you got it that way. It really is about just getting it on all platforms and making sure your show is good enough that people just want to get it in every which way shape or form you know there are some shows that are good but people are like ah, i'm not paying that for it i'll wait till i get a free i'll wait till i get a friend's password for this but last of us and white lotus had enough heat behind it that it crept way up into that premier league level that top 20 shows of the world shows is championship so it's doing business so that's 52 points for the last of us uh, just a straight 40 for the White Lotus and Star Trek Strange New Worlds, which is a cartoon. It's a huge bump. I don't know if it was a new season debuted or if some Star Trek shit happened. C2E2's going, so maybe just the nerds got the itch. Uh, but that's a huge 268% uh, increase in popularity, so that gets 37 points. So we'll add those points. Take you back into this game while I add those points in. Rocket, you would have thrown a splitter already, wouldn't you? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Throwing a 2 2 and 3 2. Ron caught a tough play, got it before, hit the ground again, and throws out a Brayer for the second out. Beautifully played by Moncada. Ball hits dirt. Last of Us doesn't move, but it gets at 1,236 points. Now. Exactly what he did. And he Look at that sleeve. Bounce, the second bounce. Kyle Tucker. All this flame and this Latino flavor is going to get doused by a white guy named Kyle Tucker. Oh, that would be so Texas. Kyle Tucker. First pitch in there. Strike one. 91 mile an hour changeup. <laughs> Lopez looking for his first career save. That guy looking for his first career win as a manager. Pedro Buffon Sr. at home, the big kahuna. Ooh, the big kahuna. always call him and still do. On the edge of his seat. Two and one. Trying to see his son win his first major league game. See, these are when the points matter. So Star Trek Strange New Worlds is at 72 points. So this 37 is really going to come in handy and shoot it up into some spots. I'll tell you where it shoots up to. Now Lopez falls behind. Dangerous hitter. Three balls and a strike. 
30 homers, 107 RBI last year for Tucker. So it goes from 72 to 109. Way inside, and now the winning run will come to the plate. And Yiner Diaz. And it goes from 187 to 162. 20-spot shot. Now it's just one point below reincarnated as a sword, which was some random-ass fucking anime show. Player will join the show. To talk the start of the Major League Baseball season and what happened here, and they'll give you all the best sights and sounds from a spectacular opening day of baseball. Plus the two top seeds in the East, the Celtics and the Bucks. Now we're in the top off. ten of the Google store. Great. All that and a lot more sports. That seems like some fucking like poor ass shit. You're not getting it from iTunes. You're not getting it from Amazon. You're getting it from the straight Google store. You think he worked around Tucker a little bit there? Yeah, that's a great. Ooh, we got ourselves a game. A lot of 10-9s. This is a 3-2. A lot of late shouts. I feel like this is what the pitch clock is conserving. It's making sure that people are still kind of at their best late in that game. I'm just blaming everything on the pitch clock. I'm blaming the success of this opening day on the pitch clock. I'm blaming... The pit, I'm, I'm giving the pitch clock kudos for Trump getting indicted. Has to be able to execute that slider. Although I feel like we're missing it by not waiting and having Trump being indicted as some sort of stipulation to a match at WrestleMania, I think that would be the best way to go about it. Slam and drove in six in that 24 to one win over the Cardinals in spring training. Here he is, and he pulls one foul down the line, and that will. Allow him to stay in the box 0-1. That's all it takes is one pitch, one slider. He gets it ahead of him 0-1, creating a little doubt. He's yet to see that 100-mile-per-hour fastball. Slow to the plate. Yaner, Yaner Diaz. That Yaner Diaz. I used to, I grew up down the road from Yaner. He's a good one. Make something out of it. Outfield has to play really deep. No doubles. Cola is a little too shallow. For so me. again, Last of Us taking a fucking win in the top of the Google run. I'll show you this here. Ooh. Good job by Grandal and again Dirt the benefits that of having Griffol, who is so focused on catching, and the staff he has assembled. They have worked with Yasmin. Last of Us number one gets the extra two bonus points for the increase in popularity. Game of Thrones even forty points, and a South Park just getting that extra two at thirty-seven points. The only play he had right there. One and one, Lopez. Jam shot right there on his fists at 99. He's ahead of Yiner Diaz, one and two. Yiner Diaz. Robert playing deep. It's exactly where he has to be. Benintendi as well. Colas should be playing a couple steps further. This is a no-double situation. Tying run at first base. Runner goes on a one-two, and he spoils. Last of Us goes from 1,236 to 1,288. Real C-SPAN delivery Justy of that fucking scoreline, but I'm trying to keep the game in focus, too. Last year, only four times was he caught. I like the call. What happened? Game of Thrones going from 2,270 to 2,310. Yeah. Still no movement no for Game of Thrones hanging in that four spot, but it's making its way up to House of the Dragon. Can it jump its fucking little sister? Time will tell. 
Oh, I know you're watching. You're enthralled right now. You're enthralled as a Sox fan, as a fan of the TV league. Borderline disaster 81 and 81 campaign last year with all the injuries. Cease was terrific. One, two, not going this time and out of play. Rocket, just in case I know there's one out left. But if a ball's coming this way, it's all yours, not mine. South Park almost jumping. Uh, the I NFL. We are, we, are, we are ready. But not quite. Swing and a miss. The White Sox come into Houston and knock Ooh. off the defending That's a big win. That's a big win. Defending World Series champions. Defending World Series champion doesn't mean so much in baseball because there's not a lot of dynasties and it's just such a long season. But that's a good one. That's a good up top win for the Whiting Sox. And it ends the 10 straight opening day. I said it like an alternative comedian. Ooh, are you watching your Whiting Sox? With the big hit. And how about Ronaldo Lopez? Really good slider. Yep, went right back to the slider. Didn't give up on it. See that intensity there? Get used to it, Chicago. A lot more of that to come. Would you say he's got a Latin fire to him? Eduardo. Absolutely. Let's do this again sometime. We'll do that. Griffal sounds like the name of a Muppet. Hello, Griffal. Hey, bro. He talks like Carlos Mencia. Has there ever been a Muppet that talked like Mencia? I'm Carl Ravitch. Thanks for watching. White Sox 3, Astros 2, and here's SportsCenter. All right, Ravi, yeah, so let's get into Sports Center, brother. On the air. She is Nicole Briscoe. I am Michael Leeds. And, you know, there are several unofficial national holidays like in America. every day is a holiday. Cinco de Mayo, Sweetest Day, yep. and one of my favorites, Carrot Cake Day. Um, I'll get the fuck out of here. Those days can be, Nicole, there's nothing quite like MLB's opening day. Time out. What? Is, is that actually a day? National Carrot Cake Carrot, Day. Carrot. You think they rehearsed this before they did it? It's not, though. Baseball is the best. You don't like Shout food! Which fake holiday do you think they threw out? Do you think they threw Sweetest Day first, but then she's like, I actually like Sweetest Day. Aaron Judge picking up right... Look at Judge. First at bat of the they don't go to the radio calls anymore. They used to just let the radio call play out, but now they actually fucking right off of Logan Webb. Here's how it's try and do their own Dan Patrick. Pitch is swung there it is. Head in the air to center field and deep. Back goes Yastrzemski on the track at the wall. She is gone. Unbelievable. Aaron Judge in his first at bat of the year. It's a home run to dead center. All rise. Here comes the judge. Here comes the judge. That sounds like something an old man says before he reveals his penis with one of those old timey wigs on it. Drive to right field, but Victor Robles. Oh, we're up against the wall. Get Victor Robles. I got him on my fantasy squad. Day, top play nominee. That was big because I was in the ninth. Ooh, a nominee as well. How about the Phillies and the Rangers? Jake Cave at the dish. It is deep. It is not deep enough. Bubba Thompson up against the wall. Robin home runs. Also a top play nominee. Jonathan Hernandez, he was on the mound. He approved. What a day. Ooh, I like the little red outline of the Royals. Is that just opening day? That's a nice little flair. Oh, All right, let's see what Griffey has to say. Take down 
the defending champion. Who is that? Astros 3-2. Uh, it's good to see you on the program. Look, the pitching tonight. Boy, that just looks like a baseball player that you carved out of a fucking bar of soap. And broke this open. What did you see? Yeah, you know, um, Presley's a good pitcher. He's got some good stuff. Um, just went up there, got down two strikes, and just wanted to battle. You know, we had guys on base. and You know, you know just talking it. like a hockey player here, sticks and pucks and going into the corner there and uh, just going battling for the guys and uh, just coming out on top and making sure you're charging energy and keeping it up and going and going and doing it. You know, I, I got a good read on it, and I think right when I went to catch it, my lower half hit the wall and, you know, lost my balance a little bit. And, um, you know, I didn't like to drop it, but, you know, Lopi got back on there, made a good pitch and got an out. Uh, two hours and 38 minutes. That was the time of the game. I mean, there's been so much talk going into this opening day about all of what the is going changes. on with the left side of her hair. How did it play out on the field for you guys tonight? I mean, it's lifting away. It looks like someone, it looks like before she went on air, someone went and blew it to the side. Well pitched game, and you know, we got lucky we came out on top. How is it impacted? Miguel Cabrera says can climb various leaderboards. Well, not physically because he's got a fucking uh, a big gut on him. But obviously, statistically, he's going to be toppling over some people. Can you imagine if they actually had him? You actually had to leap the guy to pass him on the record. The new guy in the clubhouse, along with this. You have to pass him statistically and then hurdle him wearing a big mascot head perfectly 500 team what is what is the vibe now com compared to where you you finished last season yeah you know it's a new year um you got to leave last year in the past learn from it and you know so on. the end of the game did drag a little bit i will say there was on base action at least though you know i that is the give and take it did kind of linger on a little bit at the end but it was because there was offense it wasn't people setting up for pitches and whatnot we don't want to watch that Bring our focus here. All right, before we let you go, what is your stance on carrot cake? Is it a yay <laughs> or is it a nay? He doesn't know what you're talking about. Disgusting. Uh, I'll eat it. There's ice cream with it. All right. Okay. Carrot cake rules, dude. I think you, you've never had carrot cake, Blondie. Look right. at me being all fucking misogynistic. Andrew Vaughn, team Carrot Cake. Uh, when we return here on SportsCenter, one of the best pitchers of his generation. We return, we're going to go to where Christ lives, St. Louis, Missouri. No way. This is a butter cookie. All right, let's go to the news here and see what's going on with this Trump bullshit. Uh, I would imagine it's all they're talking about on the twos in the 200s. The 200s are obviously the news channels. That's on a commercial. Let me give two quick ways he's going to challenge this legally. One, he's going to argue you cannot charge a federal campaign by one he's gonna say let's have a wet t-shirt contest and melania is gonna win guys her nips are perfectly round best nips of any first lady company falsifies a record takes it out and goes and uses it to commit a financial fraud to steal money from a bank from an investor from a customer this is a little different we're talking about campaign finance laws so those are going to be two motions that maggie's right we'll go to a judge where they're going to ask the judge to knock these charges back uh, David Urban, how do you think the, the former, I mean, you know the former president, how do you think he is looking at this? So, you know, I, I, I agree with Maggie. It, it is a, a sobering fact that he is going to soon have to walk into that courtroom, excuse me, into the, uh, into the, uh, the, 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 court, the courthouse there and be... I'm sorry, know, I, I just been ripping butts waiting for my interview here. It's photograph taken. And, and Can I smoke in here? I mean, it's my own office, but I don't want to be off putting on the Zim. Holy shit, we got fucking 
Russian jets coming over the top of us. I'm checking the flight radar on that one. That's a 747 coming over up top. Ooh. Exactly, and I think that we need to wait and get more information. And we also need to start sticking up for Alvin Bragg. Um, you know, there is a group of people out there uh, that say they're patriots. They have no respect for law enforcement. They beat up a hundred cops. Nothing uh, on the flight radar. That must have been a fucking gang of motorcycle people. The deep state, uh, and they have no respect for this prosecutor who is a the, the law enforcement officer uh, of his district trying to. Imp Listen, I'm about to tell you like it is, and then spit an R&B tune. Be attacked. Um, I got the high turtleneck. I'm ready to go. Keith Sweat on you, motherfuckers. Most people don't know. That goes into some very tricky territory in some parts of the right wing that folks... Tuesday. See, he's waiting. He, I'm going to go to WrestleMania. I got box seats. This DA yeah. against his he's like, let me have fun. Let me get, let me bang Stormy one more time. What if they're letting him get a conjugal? One more Stormy conj. And all our coverage continues right now. Just about 10 p.m. Look at Jake. Fucking tapper. Tuesday night, if the schedule holds, Donald John Trump, child and product. He looks like he's holding thought. I'm just trying to keep in all this intellectual. President Pence, here's some of what he told CNN's Wolf Blitzer about today's historic indictment. Are you not going to let me talk, Coop? Attorney General in New York and a Manhattan DA that targeted. Look, I just can't wait to finally be gay. I look like a Ken doll. I'm beautiful. Pence the notion of, of the overwhelming majority of the American people who believe in fairness. So this is what CNN is saying. Let's see what the Ingram angle is. Joe Biden bears the ultimate responsibility for what this will do to America. Now, our nation's chief executive... It's just some fucking guy. I mean, he is running for president, but DeSantis was the fucking more inept leader anyway. Democracy. Now, that means, whether through back channels or public speeches... Biden should have made it very clear that his party would oppose any local prosecution. They're saying that Trump is gay and fat and that they're not gay and fat, too. But of course, Biden didn't do this. Instead, the trans people did this, which has been south. Are the voting machines on testosterone shot for years? A lot of Democrats spouting off, saying that they think Trump should go to jail. President Trump himself could end up being prosecuted. Once he becomes... Was that guy on some sort of throat machine? Trump being prosecuted. That literally looks like they just put a fucking clay around a phone, put James Adomian's Bernie Sanders wig on it, and just fucking kind of did the scream voice through a speaker. Tens of millions of Americans, maybe half the country... There's like six people on the media and they're going to get hit. You should just hit them with your cars. If you're in fucking Mar-a-Lago, Palm Beach right now. You'll be targeted. But if you hold another set of political views, you'll be protected. Americans will start believing that the prince... I mean, you t t tell me these fucking fuckers would be Antifa. They wouldn't just let them fucking chill in the middle of fucking Ocean Avenue. There's a place called Ocean Avenue where we deny the election results. Many of the hosts, for instance, on MSNBC. For them, it's get Trump or go home. We all know that Trump trans. I'm just saying it's a true word. Indictment tonight. He wouldn't be facing any investigation in Georgia or by a special prosecutor in D.C. either. Going forward, when any American president or diplomat speaks out against, let's say, the human civil rights abuses and 
Russia or China, well, those countries are just going to respond with, you're lecturing us. Nice try. But your system is morally bankrupt. You did everything. I mean, he's going to jail and he's not even going to jail. It's going to be a misdemeanor. He's going to get a slap on the wrist. It's going to be like when someone gets pulled over with weed in their Camaro. It's going to be no big fucking deal. It's just a stain on his campaign. They're just doing it to set the precedent that no sitting former sitting president has ever been prosecuted for anything. My friend made a good point earlier today. Like most ex-presidents, even when they do horrific shit, they get like humanized after. We all think George Bush is this cute little grandpa who paints fucking funny people in a bathtub. Paints Osama bin Laden in a bathtub. See how the towers are going down at foam? You think it's adorable. He's out there fucking cheesing with his daughter. Fucking finger popping fucking Cheney's daughters. No, she's gay, right? Liz Cheney. She switched. But like, we humanize all of them. Like Trump is the only one that's kind of remained a piece of shit after being president. You know, being the president is hard on most people. You know, we're a little critical of Obama, but he's still chilling, doing podcasts, fucking spitting with Jay-Z. He's spitting with Jay-Z. ...to be the ultimate election meddlers. Pursuing a specious criminal case against former President Trump for one reason and one reason only, because... Ooh, what's so, Maddow got? Well, They're going to fucking... Has they've been waiting for this, dude. He, he, See, this is what... They're going through all of this pomp and circumstance. Like, the, like Fox News was bitching and complaining about how this is going to topple the American system. Like, nothing's going to happen to him. You're just going to get the footage of him going to jail. They're going to spend nine hours tonight on MSNBC talking about what do you think the sentencing can be like? And they're going to go through every chaotic option... Uh, that involves him going to jail for 20 years. And do you think if they had him hold on this, they can add more evidence? Uh, so they're going to be pushing for him to go into jail for decades. Fox News is going to talk about how this is, you know, going to end America as we know it. He's going to turn himself on Tuesday. He'll be out of jail by Wednesday. He'll have to pay money. He'll have something on his record. He might have to fucking give up assets. He'll be fine. And he'll be... I don't know. See, that's the precedent here. Has a former criminal ever tried to run for the presidency? It might discontinue him for running, from running, but, you know, he still has power. He can still tell people who to vote for. Coming up, we've got a bunch of uh, legal experts here. We're going to get into the nuts and bolts, but... Ooh, get into them nuts. Very glad for his I've never seen a nut in my life, Lawrence. years from now. Looked up for in college when I was pretending. And it's reasonable to assume that out of the three criminal investigations left in this, that at least one of them will turn up another indictment in Georgia or elsewhere. That the first one, the very first one that the historians come upon is, oh, uh, this president paid off a porn star. Porn star. Right before becoming. I mean, let's be honest. It's not the first time that's happened. I'm sure Kennedy had a whole wallet with four porn stars. He paid off a. Por Although, what was the porn game? Weren't they still stag films in the Kennedy era? Queens headline. What a bustier. Full carpet. Queens are, are kind of the perfect. It's just the perfect uh, beginnings of the shape of the clay. I wish there was a Comedy Central roast. Let's do a roast, Rachel. Hit it. Spit me with your joke. They get in a circle like black comics. 
scandals like so there's there's the teapot dome for example right like 100 years ago nobody really remembers it that's what i gave stormy daniels i'm going to jail for the teapot dome bad guy like what happened i don't really remember but then you read into it and you're like oh my god that happened and then that happened and that i can't believe i just did a trump impression by the way get into it and you get into the depths of it there is actually something that's brilliant for historians because it's going to be paid off a porn star. And how does that result in the election? And who went to jail? And <laughs> there is, the more you get into it, the more, I mean, we all know all this stuff by heart now, but the sordid nature of it, including Trump having an attorney general come in. I'm going to change Trump up the battery here and then smoke a bowl. We'll get into hour number two here. Watch a little TV while I do, while I switch things over. We'll be back in about five-ish minutes said okay and then it went on for years and then the anointed one had to come in and bring the charges in new york instead and i'm like i i mean I, it is it is going to be a beautiful after school special for the children of you know 2084 well yeah and i'm really glad for future ap history students in high school that <laughs> the teapot dome thing they always what's what does the teapot have to do with a scandal watergate tells you nothing tells you absolutely nothing <laughs> what that scandal was about this is going to be Porn star. Porn it's going to be president porn star <laughs> scandal. There's not a high school kid in America, AP or not, in history, who isn't going to understand that one right away, except, of course, the high school students in Florida who will not be allowed to learn that particular piece of American history. I, the, the, only, the only real tragedy here is that we didn't call it Stormy Gate. And the only reason that there isn't anything, there, the only tragedy in that is that I kind of feel like one of the little ways we, we as a culture could get justice here is if Stormy Daniels could like merch the heck out of this thing, right? I mean, mm -hmm. Stormy Daniels, however else she was treated throughout this entire process, ought to have, you know, the board game, the t-shirt, the dash cam, the branded dash cam, the like, you know, the checkbook covers, whatever it is, like the iPhone cases, mm -hmm. like the, the Stormy Gate merch opportunities really ought to redound to her. And so I'm hoping that at least somewhere, some, somewhere before the end of it, uh, we'll get it branded with her name so that she can have the teapot, teapot dome fame of all of it she uh she is going to be uh american analytics that now puts the celtics chance at 25 percent and the bucks at 75 percent of earning that top five if you look at the schedules coming up the celtics have four games against current playoff teams to go uh, the bucks they have just served Bart still ahead, the undefeated defending champs against the National Player of the Year. What will be the difference Friday in Dallas between Iowa and South Carolina? We've got answers on the way. And it's showtime in Oakland. What Shohei Otani is doing on the mound and at the plate in his 2023 debut. BK Mosa here, everyone say cheese, classic bacon and spicy, flame grilled double on a toasted bun, with the caramelized onions, now I want one. BK, have it your way. Rocky, my dad, this is built on their shoulders. You out there, boxer, I need you to start fighting, Creed 3. You know what's better than cutting down the nets? Hmm. Putting them up. Can I get in? Just gonna. Winnie's $3 breakfast deal, it's the kind of breakfast that really sticks with you. 
Yeah. Breakfast. Hey, buddy. Uh. Your choice of breakfast croissant plus seasoned potatoes for just three bucks. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's three dollar breakfast deal. Check it out. Imagine how much Mountain Dew's in there. We should probably drink these fast. If you're making, Etsy has it. Tonight, Daddy, I'm going to read to you. Not far away lies a magical place where people start work with a smile on their face. Some build castles with big metal beasts, while others rise early to cope giant feasts. But every great workplace like the ones you see here make people their purpose, so they grin ear to ear. Make your fairy tale workplace a reality with HR software from UKG. If sports fans built a streaming service, Fubo is like the best of cable, plus the best of streaming. Okay. Yeah, Thinking of right, calling yeah. yourselves the big kick it because you're helping people kick cable. Sorry, uh, I feel like it's a little close to yeah. your. Imagine them chanting the big kick it as you dominate the bank. Are we still talking about TV? Live TV and sports and more, but mostly sports. That's FUBO! There's one, two, three hundred points down today. Four, five, six dollars per gallon. Mortgage rates too high to count, not for me. <laughs> hey there, Count. Greetings. You know, we love numbers too, but when it comes to financial decisions, they can feel a little scary. Numbers? Scary? That's why at NerdWallet, we're here to help with trusted expertise. Sounds like people can count on you! Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh, oh. We'll work on it. Center is brought to you by Progressive. Good at discounts, bad off the dribble. All right, more baseball from opening day. Blue Jays taking on the Cardinals. That is Adam Wainwright. Not pitching, but he was singing the national anthem. Here's a sample. Colin, bars next season he's not all kinds. He went straight country. More yeah. TV league, but hey, TV no history. There, Adam. How about that? It's going to be a good right, so let's night. Pick up the game. The third inning. St. Louis down four-one. You got one on for Tyler O'Neill, and he gets all of that one. 
into the sun, into the bleachers. O'Neal becomes just the fourth player in MLB history to homer on four straight opening days. Yogi Berra, Gary Carter, Todd Hundley, the other guys. Cardinals now down 4-3 after that two-run shot. Brendan Donovan at the plate, one on. Guess what he does? He sends it over the wall for a two-run shot. Cardinals tie the game, five all. Manoa got chased after just three and a third. Eighth inning, Blue Jays down now, 7-6. Vladimir Guerrero Jr., he's got runners on second and third. And he gets enough of that one to get over the infield. Both runners come in to score on the blue, and the Blue Jays take the lead back, 8-7. Bottom of that inning, Nolan Arenado. He's got runners at second and third. That one's down the line, fair. Extra bases, ends up being a ground rule double, so both runners score. Now the Cardinals regain the lead, 9-8. Wainwright, the singer, he's loving it. We go top of the ninth. George Springer, straight out of hard-hitting New Britain. That one hit that hard, but hard enough. First player in Blue Jays history with the five-hit game on opening day. That ties the game at nine. Two batters later, Vlad Jr. up again. Goes down and gets that one, send it to center. And that's enough. Kevin Kiermaier, the third, he comes in with the winning run. 34 hits combined in this game. That's most ever on opening day since 2011. So not most ever, but most since 2011. So a little bit of insight into this game as it relates to all those lead okay, changes. Okay, here. Four of them in We're the back. Game. I'm sufficiently stoned. To make the game even better, Hold on, I got the remote in my packet here. The most Ooh, the I got to change the battery. One second. Good call, Keith. The Baltimore Orioles are a baseball team. There he is. Off of Corey Kluber, gone. First Orioles okay, now let's do a for real Hello Larry break back. Look at that. Look at me up top. I'm getting cut off. All right, everybody. Okay, we got a Larry entrance, too. Look at her. Perfect timing for the second half. Lair dog coming in with groceries, feeding, feeding the family. Do you need me to help you? Yeah. Okay. We're going to continue the break, actually. I have to do household stuff. But this is it's going to be a long night. This is but a break and a long night. I might even have to do dishes during the next break. This is going to be... You're going to be here for all of it. But, you know, I'm, I'm looking to be here for hours. So we'll be right back. Give me three minutes, guys. And we're going to get a little dramatic. Huh? Red Sox now down 10-8. No. Masataka Yoshida is up, and he's got two men on. There's one out. Yoshida, bat on, uh, on ball. That goes to short. Jorge Mateo is going to step on second, throws to first, but the, run the throw to first is away, and the runner goes to, to second. Yoshida ends up there, and it's a 10-9 ball game. Felix Bautista now going to get Duval. Adam Duval. Duval! Swinging to end it. 10-9. Orioles win. Today, close your eyes a second. Final buzzer goes off. 
hear the confetti coming down, and we get to raise the trophy. The season is full of hopes and dreams and have to be realized. Let it fly, you bitch! Don't be afraid of the space between your reality and your dreams. Nowhere on there does it say national champion. That's what I came here to do. We're down in Dallas today. The last four teams remaining in the women's NCAA tournament held open practice sessions, giving them a taste of how the court and rims will play tomorrow night as LSU, Virginia Tech, Iowa, and South Carolina all shoot for a spot in Sunday's title game, with most of the attention, of course, focused on that second matchup, featuring this season's National Player of the Year, Caitlin Clark, facing last season's POI, Aaliyah Boston. Going to be Iowa versus South Carolina, and that's who's going to win the game. It's not going to be one player that's going to win the game. And, um, you know, I'm lucky enough to have four really good teammates on the court with me at the same time. And, you know, I love playing a team sport. I don't think I would like to play an individual sport. And, you know, if the game's not going your way, you're lucky enough to have teammates that you can always rely on and lean back on. And I think we're lucky enough that we've built a culture and a program where we always have each other's backs. Juice is in the winning the national championship. Like, I, I don't, our, our players don't really care about anything else besides that. And at this point, we just want to win. They're not letting any one thing or any one person distract them from the goal at hand. I'm the only one in our locker room that has done this, but I'm not going to shoot, dribble, pass, guard any of them. So it's not a matter of what I have done. I look at it this way. It may be their first time to be in this situation, but they're all seniors. It's the first time for my group to be in this situation as well, and we're not all seniors, so I think they have the edge on experience. The number one seed uh, means that we belong here. Uh, we're, we're not, a, we're not a, a number six seed who's made a magical run, uh, and it's very surprising. Uh, we should expect to be here. A lot of people should expect us to be here, um, but because of the name on the front, because it hasn't had the history that a Tennessee had or a UConn had, you know, people are really quick to doubt you. Well, Vegas is predicting one game going to be a little closer than the next with LSU just a two-point favorite over Virginia Tech compared to South Carolina, an 11.5-point favorite over Iowa. One person who can prove the odds makers wrong is Caitlin Clark. She's currently averaging 30 points per game in this tournament. Her prop sits at 27.5. For more, here's L. Duncan holding it down in Big D. The Women's NCAA Championship has rolled into Dallas. They say everything is bigger in Texas. Well, yeah, look at the team. South Carolina, Iowa, Virginia Tech, LSU. Who will be crowned the national champions on Sunday at American Airlines Center? Something we will soon find out as we officially say hello courtside. I'm Mel Duncan. She is Carolyn Peck, Andrea Carter, and Rebecca Lobo. It feels like sometimes the bracket gods shine light on our favor. We have been circling the matchup between Iowa and South Carolina for some time because not only is it the two national players of the year over the last few years, but also the best defense versus the best offense. Well, you have the Iowa Hawkeyes that are averaging in the tournament 11 made threes a game. But South Carolina, they only give up five. The link defensively, they're going to have to come out of the paint and they're going to have to be out and contest the three-point shot. And then Iowa, they got to rebound with South Carolina. And the players that most symbolize their team's identities are for South Carolina, of course, Aliyah Boston. She's their anchor inside. She's such a terrific shot blocker, such an incredible rebounder. On top 
top of what she does on the offensive end of the floor. And then Iowa, of course, it's Caitlin Clark. She leads the charge for them, not only making three-point shots, but facilitating, setting up her teammates so they get open looks. So both of these star players are representing their team's identity. They really are. And listen, those are sort of the Batmans, if you will. But we've joked a lot about the fact that these two teams have a ton of Robins as well, Andrea. Yeah, and we have to go starting with Iowa. You're looking at Caitlin Clark, but her favorite target on the floor is her center, Monica Sanano, who is one of the most, if not the most efficient post players. How many dribbles, Rebecca, has she taken in the tournament? One. She's taken one <laughs> dribble in the tournament. Her teammates, including Caitlin Clark, do such a great job at setting her up to score quickly, which is so important. Carolyn mentioned that length of South Carolina. They're blocking shots left and right. Will Monica Sanano be the Robin to the Caitlin Clark of Batman? Okay, now we're and not fucking Zia around. Zia Cook has had some big time performances for South Carolina when they're doubling in on now the we'll Boston. She kicks it out. Wow, okay. Are we still there? Are we still chatting, Bailey? Are you sleeping? It's all right if you're sleeping. It is two hours ahead. I'll lull you to sleep. Uh, we're going to get into some Colin here. I did uh, have to do a quick uh, grocery putting away. I was talking about dish. Dude, all sorts of chaos happened. I came home. No, no water was... I couldn't fucking shit. I couldn't piss. No water happened. They shut the water off because our... Pipes are always fucking bursting. They're rusted. They're calcified. They're lead. They're lead. You know, some buildings, they say, like, we got old bones. Our building had old pipes that have turned into new bones. Because they're literally filled with calcium and lead. Like, that's where we're going to survive the big one. Our building has become human at this point. Alpastor is fire on every level. That's what, it's not retrofitted. We live in a transformer. Peppers and ground achiote balanced with a splash of pineapple. But we're back. Let's look up Colin Coward's interview. So Colin Coward was very WWE focused today, as was Rich Eisen. Rich Eisen had Cody Rhodes in. Gave him a little guff for leaving, because last time Cody Rhodes was on Rich Eisen, he was like all about AEW and cheesing on fucking WWE. Uh, but Colin had Nick Khan on his podcast, and then Charlotte Flair, I believe, was on... The herd. So let's watch it. Let's pull up a little bit of that. We would launch a Casablanca Records. You gotta be out your mind. Lift off. Let's go. Yes. Now that's a hit. Stick gold. Rated R in theaters tomorrow. I'll put, I don't know, we gotta, because I got the doing? background filter on. My car. That's too much work. Larry bought herself flowers, so making me feel Please bad because she clearly wanted flowers. Protector and cargo liner back there. Nice. Out here, side window deflectors and mud flaps and the bump step to keep the bumper dent free. Cool. It's the best protection for your vehicle, new or pre owned. Great. But where do I order? WeatherTech.com. Okay, so we're going to fade the volumes here. This is Colin Coward with Nick Khan, the current CEO of World Wrestling Entertainment. happened in here oh it's because of the fucking chat uh john cena the amazing charlotte flair and others 
So there are events weekly. Uh, this is your Super Bowl. This, this is it. Uh, is it stressful? Are you Vince, offensive leaning or defensive leaning in WWE? Do you, do you, does it feel different? Look, I'll tell you that. Now that Vince isn't back there raping women, is it a different feel in the back? He's not there goosing females? Fans a night or whatever it might be. I remember hearing a story. Nick Khan looks like he owns a meatball restaurant. It's nothing like a ring walk. He said you got 75,000, 50,000 people cheering for you, cheering your name. I get into the ring and I'd say to myself, holy shit, I actually have to fight, <laughs> which I always thought was funny. Uh, but for us, I think WWE is a well-oiled machine. We have almost a thousand employees. Everyone's focus is on WrestleMania. So it's no more stressful than any other week at WWE. So not that it's a playbook, uh, but when you first came to WWE, you did things that you and I had privately discussed. Ooh, look at those man boobs. Business, look at Colin go back. You, he revealed you a little bit of the nip. things that you and I had privately discussed for years about. When you first look at those came to nipples. WWE, you did things that you and I had privately Ooh, look at that. Look at those hardies right there at the bottom. Not a lot of areola on Colin. He looks like he's got... Look at those lips, though. Pursed lips means you gotta just... Pursed lips means just nip. We discussed for years about my business, which is play the hits... You know, the top 5 to 10% of any business um, are going to be your most dynamic. Look at those socks. Just the blackest. Like he's wearing tuxedos on his ankles right there. Ooh, and look at the contrast. It faded into the navy blue shoes. Got kick around, do some ollies, kick and grinds. Look at him. The fucking, I hate that the Converse looking shoe is on. Like, these look like skate shoes, but these are fucking Kenneth Cole, fucking Mack Weldon. It's a sponsor. I'm wearing a sponsor. Dynamic revenue producers. So you have really zoned in on your Brock Lesnar's, John Cena. Charlotte Flair has never had a bigger profile. Roman Reigns, you've, even, you've elevated that. So... Is that easy? Roman Reigns elevated that. It was his idea. He went into Vince's office and said, I'm leaving your company if you don't let me do this idea I have. Untouched. It, it's what you did in your career. So was that a sports on your agent. note card of things to do when you became, you know, the CEO? <clears throat> was that one or were there things that I don't notice that a non-WWE diehard um, wouldn't notice that you had to work on or was the system and, and the platform pretty solid and it just needed tweaking. So I think, I well, I mean, the system didn't need, the system was having too much tweaking ostensibly. That should be the answer. There was actually being too much tweaking uh, and we needed to do less tweaking. A couple of things. The, I play the hits and part I learned from you. So if you look at your content on your daily show, so it's if you, some if, version of... So in, in a sense, you're booking WWE, Colin. NFL, NFL, NBA, LeBron, big story of the day. Right. It's not, and we had... What the, do you think Colin's grilling on that grill back there? Some salmon? Only, only ribeyes. Look at those dials on there. Clean grill. You know an immigrant cleans that grill conversation on day one of your show it's not let's put on this personality from baseball who's only known in a local market we don't need to mention any names right right it's play the hits what does the audience want to see so i think the way that vince and team built wwe was if you get a john Cena, vince and team 
Now, if you get a rock, if you get a Roman Reigns, showcase them. And if you showcase them, as long as you can build opponents consistently, and there's not just... Which they can't do. Uh, they just do the same shit over and over again. One person carrying the load, as big as Roman is, all of the other superstars that you mentioned, they all carry a lot of stroke in our See, if this was, if Colin was really in his element with wrestling, he'd be like, so Roman Reigns was getting booed out of the building. They hated him. Now they love him. What's going on? A's back. I am going both days. It's going to be very exciting. Let's see if they've hardened down one of those cards. Like these cards were still very up in the air. Again, I hate, I said this on my other podcast. I hate when you look this up, you actually have to Google WrestleMania goes Hollywood. Like it's like Frankie say, relax. It's WrestleMania 39, but it is actually called WrestleMania Goes Hollywood. They stopped with the numbers. But a lot of the TBD stuff, okay, so they've hardened down night two. Uh, so night one is going to be Austin Theory versus Jorn Cena. I highly doubt they're going to put the belt on Cena. This is just to get fucking Austin Theory over. Although it's a weird way of doing it because they've been fucking burying Austin Theory every step of the way. And it's weird because... Theory started on NXT, so I'm wondering if Triple H never liked Austin Theory, and he was always a Vince project from day one. Uh, and maybe it's because Vince is back in the seat that they're giving him a little shine, but it looked for a while there like Triple H was Barry and the ever-loving piss out of him. Uh, next, we have Seth Rollins and Logan Paul. This will be a good match. I don't really have any investment in it. I'm excited to see Trish and Lita. Uh, I was obsessed with them as a teenager, as a teen boy. Strowman and Ricochet versus the Street Profits versus the Raiders. Eh, I'm excited to see the Viking Raiders entrance. I love me some Valhalla. Uh, Charlotte and Rhea Ripley is going to be the shit. I feel like this should main event the show. This is looking like it's going to be Ray and Dominic. Um, although it should be the Usos versus Kevin Owens. What am I talking about? The pop for that match is going to be fucking insane. And then it looks like night two is... Uh, the IC title match. This would be a banger of a match to start this off with. Uh, pumped to see Helena Cell for the first time in real life, although I'm kind of disappointed that I'm not hitting it in the late 90s where they let people like break their necks on live television. It'll probably just be a little weak-ass Helena Cell match. Triple H, don't let people bleed. Uh, fatal four-way woman. Oh, this is going to be the Ronda Rousey shot. Is she still in this? So Rousey and Shayna are still ain't are still in it, but she's got a broken arm. So you have Liv and Raquel versus Natalia and Shotzi versus Rousey and Shayna Baszler versus Chelsea Green and Sony Deville. So it looks like Rousey and Shayna Baszler are going over because that was the whole point of the storyline. Uh, and then you have Bianca versus Asuka. This is going to be a banger of a match. The two women's title matches are going to probably steal the show. Because uh, Roman versus Cody is going to be... Like, you're waiting for the culmination of a story. I don't think Roman Reigns versus Cody Rhodes is going to be like a five-star classic. Um, it'll be good, though. Cody's a good wrestler. And then Brock versus Amos is going to be terrible. Five minutes of brutality. Physically and for your eyes. Uh, so I'm excited for it. It's looking like two tight shows, but I'm sure they will go four hours. I would love for these to just be nice three-hour shows if you're going to do two nights don't abuse people especially getting out of that place it's going to be insane 
I do know the secret. Yeah, yeah, you walk over to Target. If anybody is in earshot of this podcast and you're going to WrestleMania, when you're leaving, go to Target and call your Lyft or Uber. It'll be cheaper and they'll actually know how to get there. Because getting into SoFi is like fucking entering the white the grounds of the White House. Yeah, and it's a 10-minute walk. You go into Target, buy yourself a fucking toy WWE belt. Probably costs less than it does at the stadium. There's a lot. Oh, by the way, the Bruins are still chasing him. The Bruins! So let's go back to this Colin Cahird interview with Nick Khan. See if he drops any big corporations. DraftKings, ESPN, Netflix. See, if he was asking him actual hard-hitting questions, he'd be asking him about the streaming deal. Let's see what these are. Transition from CAA to WWE. WWE's next big move. See, he's letting Nick Khan like, pick the topics, essentially, with his questions. The rise of Roman Reigns. Okay, that'll be interesting. Building new superstars. What the fuck would he know about that? We all have big voices. So for all of those people to be on display over a two-night event at WrestleMania this coming weekend, we think it How's might be the stream looking, in. Bailey? Not, so we're not hopping. I'll just, when you I can't look agent. over. You would see it. Um, and then you go to WWE, and instead of dealing with high-maintenance people like me... You're not high-maintenance. <laughs> yeah. Nick Khan was Colin Coward's agent. That says everything. I only get agents that grease their hair straight back. Dealing with a billionaire who would create... I can't see my reflection in your hairline. I don't want you representing me. Something revolutionary, uh, transcendent. Uh, and with that comes its own challenges. Was it um, the, the transition from representing sportscasters? Now, you had big names, Herb Street names, to now um, working alongside Vince McMahon. Was the first six months, nine months, a year? Was it difficult? Was it... You take me. What, how would you describe Well, me? he does have Rikishi stink face all of his new employees, so it was an adjustment period. So I, I'll ask you a question back, and then I'll answer your question. When we worked together and I had the good fortune of being your agent, do you feel that I worked for you or that you worked for me? Well, what, are you re-signing him? It, we, it was symbiotic. I thought we worked. It was a great partnership, but at the end of the day, my belief is an agent. You saying you stole from me? He's, this is where he admits that he stole millions of dollars from Colin. I actually put a clause in your contract. Agent is that I worked for you. That's how I set it up in my mind. And yes, a great partnership. Typically, you don't feel that, oh, I just worked for this guy and this, that. It was never that way with you. But I always looked at it that way. And I always thought to myself, if I could help computer is at a goods to you. Then you and warm return, 95 degrees Celsius while we record on a Thursday night here. Agency I took the same approach with Vince. Had the good fortune of starting to represent WWE. You know, thank you for watching, by the way, especially for Bailey keeping the chat alive. Thank you for watching post live stream and on the audio podcast. You know, for all I know, no one's ever listened past 15 minutes besides James Bailey, but he listens. It's I'm his top podcast on Spotify. On material things. It's no different than a client. If you have a differing point of view, you and I would talk about it in private. Yeah. And when we'd come out of the room, we, we were bonded. That was our position. It wasn't a, hey, guys, bad news. Colin doesn't agree with me. So this is what we're going to do. You had your point of view. I had my point of view. You You're a libtard. I'm realistic. The decision, it became our decision. And I think I took the same approach to WWE. The creative side, how much impact I would His next question, he's just like, George Floyd. Vince have on creative 
And was he willing to let you early on tweak or give strong opinions on the creative side? No. I, I really haven't had much to do with creative. So certainly the talent deals I'm across, all the venue deals and all those things. I do look at the talent with my eyeballs. But I think what he set up was a system in place with Triple H, with a gentleman named Bruce Prichard, where the company could keep... A gentleman named Bruce Prichard. Brother Love. He should just say, if you remember Brother Love, Colin. He would leave the earth at some right. point, as we all will. I think the best organizations are set up so if one person, even the founder, leaves, the organization keeps moving. And I think what you saw over the last six months or so was that creative. I mean, this is just like a script for him at this point. He's gone on so many of these interviews. There's no way that they're doing Ariel Helwani or anyone that would ask him any, like, four real questions. To thrive. Ratings continue to thrive. Oh, yeah, WWE, you do like a pre-interview, like the Tonight Show. Like, you essentially interview him before you interview. I hate that shit. Like, I get you have to do it sometimes, but... I would do a pre-interview and then ask him completely different questions. See, that's cool. Because she would, she's unprepared. Yeah. Yeah. People begrudgingly go on Ellen. Relevancy can continue to thrive, but all credit to Vince for setting it up that way. You talked about platforms earlier. It's so fluid. The media's um, you know, streaming was obviously what Uber was to taxis. It was a total disruptor to linear television. Sure. And so you have this entertainment company. This is going to be on Peacock streaming, right? Which is just continues to grow. Which is just continues to grow my ass. Peacock literally got zero new subscribers in one of the months earlier this year. Peacock is struggling. Those feathers are not flying. The peacock is not taking flight. Do you think there's something right now either being created or that's been created that you're going to pivot to? Like, you're, I know you. You're not going to stop here. Growth is the name of the game. There's always some other way to get John Cena, Charlotte Flair, Roman Reigns. Well, I don't out. think there's any other ways to get John Cena. John's, to get John Cena what? To fucking take Metamucil? I think something that we're focused on, first of all, you're coming off of some of your highest rates. First of all, you're talking like it's 2008, Colin. You just named four old people. Broadcaster right. down. Right. Part of that is certainly you and your team. Part of it is also the proliferation of sports gambling. Yes. Where even for a game that was once a dud, <laughs> you have more. Right. Are they going to cover? To totally. Right. Are they going to cover? Right. So it's whenever you see a ratings increase like that, it's usually a confluence of events. Similar with your show, again, you have the product, but it just so happens that yep. sports gambling is is moving in the direction it's moving. I think for WWE, we're really sorry, happy guys. I didn't know I was. I didn't know the TV was in Colin's way. I was blocking old Colin. Area that we haven't tapped into yet, that we will be tapping into, is our intellectual. Product. Yeah, he's just sitting in loafers. Think back twenty years. It, what, he's wearing white, like he's about to jockey a stallion after he interviews fucking Nick Khan. It's why Sony still has a piece of Spider-Man, which is obviously a Marvel property. It's why Peacock's got okay shows, but it is. And for a while, it was the best one in my eyes because it was like legit free. You know, it's got a cool, it's a cool app, but it just was like, it's just the NHL of streaming apps. A hundred percent. Like you got Peacock fans, like you have hockey fans. But, you know, it's not doing well. So for us, with a vast intellectual property that WWE owns, 
98% of for characters like The Undertaker. Yeah, they put ads in movies. I get it with like shows because like shows have commercial breaks, but that is wild when they do it, put them in movies. And like I get it free because my dad has Comcast cable. That's pretty dope. Uh, it's a way for old people to find streaming services to attach them to cable. Uh, but yeah, it's jarring. Hulu does it too. It's not jinxing it in over 15 years. So what was the Harlem Globetrotters family-friendly environment when you and I were much younger is now the WWE family-friendly environment where people come with their children. It's safe. It's fun. It's PG programming. And people tend to like it even more live than they do on TV. And people it's PG programming on screen, but behind the scenes, our president is raping women in limousines and coming to agreements financially to avoid jail time and punishment. As the Literal fucking hostile takeovers of the board he does feel today more popular than like three years ago that's my interpretation sure. i would be called a casual yeah but that's my interpretation you look at the ratings you know colin destroys professional wrestling when he's not trying to fucking suck up on his former agent even pre-vaccine yeah you know covid so we never missed a week of tv we shot out of florida <laughs> our producers, our writers, our talent all put their lives on the line to make sure that that could happen and that we could deliver the product to our fans. Really grateful for that. Roman. Peacock is actually on the Flix Patrol list and fucking the most popular thing on, uh, and it, this kind of tracks with like the demographic of Peacock. The number one thing is like Dateline and shit and like that Traders show. So, like, that tracks. It's just a bunch of fucking 65-year-old murder fans. What I found, and I think what fans would tell you, is that typically the best performers are the ones who act like themselves, but amplified. And by the way, Roman's a lovely guy, great guy, but he's sort of the handsome guy who played football. All right, let's see what I, uh, building new characters. was struck by um, the ability to have this production. It's live, um, and then it's over. And I mean, the stuff is on trucks in 90 minutes. Do you ever worry about with wrestlers because they're such performers? Um, like a deep bench. Do you think in terms of that? Because you've, I feel like you've asked a little more of your stars, which is smart business. Sure. Right? LeBron in his prime, we need to play 78 play. games. Right. Is developing a bench, how valuable is that to the WWE? Hugely valuable. A few years ago, certainly prior to me getting there, I think what Triple H and Vince and others decided was, hey, instead of just mining the independent wrestling scene, let's create our own developmental system, which is called NXT. Yeah, you, we've talked about yes, that. Yes. Man, giving Corny no love. They didn't create their own developmental system. The real story is, in the late 90s, Vince McMahon wanted to buy up the remaining little small territories around Ohio Valley Wrestling specifically and create like a feeder system and he got jim Cornette uh to run it with rip rogers i think for a little bit and then that turned into uh i think it was always ovw and then it got sold to al snow and i think ovw still exists but then corny left he went back he was just sick of it uh they were taking all the people he would put over in ovw and change their character and make them brand new people um so he left and then they moved down to Florida because it was cheaper and Corny didn't really want to go to uh, Florida. So they created Florida Championship Wrestling. That morphed into NXT. 
Uh, and that's the real story. It's not like there just was no developmental before that. They were absolutely developed. I mean, Brock Lesnar came from OVW or Randy Orton, Batista, uh, the Basham brothers. Tuesday nights on USA. Uh, very interesting programming. A lot of our current main roster, Raw and SmackDown superstars, came from NXT. Um, so that's been extremely valuable for us. Because for our folks, like any other sport, you have to practice enough before you get great. You have to practice in front of an audience, too. That's what matters. It's not simply, and I'm not suggesting this is a simple task, it's not simply throwing a football 30 yards down the oh, field. Right. It's being able to do it in front of 100,000 people. Or the same for NFL players. You can do it in the park. There's a lot of good street ballers and basketball, but put them in prime time, put them on a team where there's rules, it's a lot tougher. What's your team like that finds the people discovers the people. You and Vince obviously have a great say. Yeah, they're giving Triple H no fucking love. He does everything. In the end. Vince is nowhere. Like, Colin is really doing a disservice to the rumors that Vince McMahon is still no longer running WWE. I mean, there's red flags backstage. This interview is a giant red flag that Vince McMahon is back running shit. Because Vince McMahon is not calling, giving Triple H, if, if any of these is Triple H, for getting forging business partnerships, working with Vince McMahon. Jesus Christ. There's a certain it quality. Again, presence, looks. What would be the process from we think we found somebody interesting to he actually is on an event? So first we shifted our recruiting a couple of years ago and really have gone after college athletic programs. Yeah. And the thought behind that yeah. was, if you look at Roman Reigns. NIL. Uh, Tostitos, Fiesta, Sugar. Football at Georgia Tech didn't make it to the NFL. If you look at another guy, we have Big E played football yep. at Iowa. Yep. Didn't make it to the NFL. If you look at The Rock, played football. Iowa at Corn, Kellogg, General Mills, Pork. The University of Miami. Warren's Miami, Tom Brady, Lamar Jackson, Delta. That comes in after him, takes his spot. Rock ends up in the Canadian Football League, you know, hoping he Canada, can Bacon, NHL, Bauer, CM, CML. He figured it out, and at the end of the day, it didn't work for him in that right. venue. So he came into ours. So it's not just male athletes that we're after. It's the Every time you name a town, a country, or a state, Colin has to fire off major corporations in that area. Target. Female athletes also at all these athletic programs. If you're the great sledgehammer thrower at the University of Alabama yeah. and you're thinking, okay, do I go get an office job? Do I go work for UPS? No, come work with us. Like we have an opportunity. So once they're in our system, then it comes down to every, every franchise, Subway. Here we go. Let me see it. Oh, I he started firing off companies. When the NFL didn't have a team in Los Angeles forever, which is just crazy. Crazy. And it shows you the power of the league when you have teams in Green Bay and Buffalo and none in Los Angeles. No, it shows you the fucking socialism of the league because you, they share revenue. That's what keeps teams in Green Bay and the small cities. You think Jacksonville and Green Bay would be able to afford NFL teams if the major markets weren't feeding them cash? SoFi, El Segundo, Wallet, Inglewood, no good. Every franchise, Subway, Pizza Hut. Oh, that's a good drop. This isn't a hoagie in Los Angeles. Every franchise, Subway, Pizza Hut. This Dunkin' Donuts, California Pizza Kitchen, Shakey's, they put your birthday on the billboard, NFL, 
rams, horns. This isn't a hoagie town. You're going to be right. represented. So to me, it seems so natural. WrestleMania should be in Los Angeles a lot. Um, that's the obvious one. What goes into deciding? What goes into getting a cut of that? Matches of the year. Who makes the decision? And why do you choose venues? So just quickly on the L.A. not having a football team for so many years. Part of Subway me, Pizza Hut. He named companies that, I mean, Subway's got somewhat of a presence, but he really named companies that are not in Los Angeles. He believes that because the NFL is such a New York-based company, that, and you know this, Trill, you lived in the Northeast. Right. The West Coast is looked at differently. I mean, he's just shredding the fucking Northeast roots of WWE. It was a Northeast territory. That's why it has, it's a Northeast company, you fuck. LA had a different scene. It is. So even when I started at WWE and we- WWE. Turn of live fans. We scheduled a show that you attended at Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. Some of the folks who at work at WWE with me said, you know, historically, we haven't done great in Vegas. All right, let's get over to the talking about working with Vince McMahon. I always thought you had a Then we'll watch this Charlotte Flair interview, and then we'll fucking get into TV history. You were very nimble on bad days. I haven't had a lot. I think we both had really nice lives, but um, especially the Vegas years. (laughs) Those were lean years for you and me. Me and Nick picked up whores. Um, I always thought you were really good in, in, in chaos. You know, you helped me when I cheat on my wife. Uh, again. Although Colin let it slip that he's got like nine kids. He says he has six kids, stepkids. It's like, you know, cheaper by the dozen. Uh, so it's more than live in the computer hacker. He's got multiple children. Somebody from the outside, Vince leaves. Vince no, but he's into cybersecurity. He did a rant on his show one time about how, like, it's good to know what you want. My son knew early on cybersecurity. He's got an LLC. So little coward doing cybersecurity. He's like not even out of high school yet. Fucking hacking his friend's computers. He's looking, he's looking at all these young girls through their fucking, through their phones, laptops. Oh, absolutely. He uploads my podcast. Comes back. That may be viewed by some as chaotic. Was it in the building? No. Not, not from my point of view. Number one, he's a controlling shareholder. He's a founder. Controlling of the- man, a megalomaniac, a rapist, uh, made of clay. The company. It's his right to come back. And he graciously says, hey, it's our company. Factually, it's his company. And I have the good fortune of working there and working with him. So if he decided he wanted to come back, that's the way it was going to be. And for me, in terms of chaos and looking at it, I, I sort of... I had a law school professor who said this to me. I was looking at two different law firms when I was a second year student or something like that. Already changed the subject. We're already off Vince McMahon being a fucking psychopath and successioning his way back to the top. And I said, you know, it's a hard decision. And he said, hard decision? He said, a hard decision is if you got 20 bucks and you don't know whether you should buy groceries for your kids or keep your lights on. That's a hard decision. He's like, this is easy. So to me, even when I was an agent, I always wanted to talk straight to my clients, straight to my... That'd be funny if at the end of this interview, Colin Coward's wife just puts down two meatball sandwiches shirtless on their fucking laps. They just begin the last five minutes is just them power eating meatball subs. Colleagues, what was the worst that could happen? Client fires you? 
I prefer not to. That's be when fun. you know Colin's been in LA too long. The sun's blasting and his nipples are hard as a rock, dude. I know you're in the shade, but come on. Are you that nervous around Nick Khan? You make me stiff, Nick. All right, okay. I can deal with that. You're like, oh, it's embarrassing. Not embarrassing to me. That's the ups and downs. It's not embarrassing of life. to me. All right, let's do Colin and Charlotte Flair. Can I get in? Just get in. Now get it on digital. Dive deeper into the world of Pandora. Enjoy over three hours of never-before-seen bonus material featuring the filmmakers, cast, okay. and Avatar, Here we go. Water. Be the first. Here we go, the power hour, hour three live. He caught that from J-Mac earlier in the show. So earlier in the show this morning, Colin admitted that he mails in his third hour. Uh, and J-Mac goes, you mail in the power hour? So now he's going to be hard on this power hour about how he's been power hour from day one. In Los Angeles, it's the herd, wherever you may be and however you may be listening. Thanks for oh, this up. is going to be interesting because she's not a heel. So she has to be like a babyface ambassador for the company. And we're going to see just how made of cardboard Charlotte Flair's personality is. I mean, she really is a woman whose whole drive is that her brother overdosed on heroin and that's why she likes wrestling like she's not like a fun gal part of your day as gracious as interesting as friendly a person as sports has and i'm talking got nice feet i've been staring at these toes during the break from charlotte flair's a force just going full tarantino on them boys world champion a seven-time smackdown champ i try to bring her on every year she's gotten i wonder if she was like can you pick a picture of me post plastic surgery to pop on that screen busy schedule the queen is here look you at look that face look how different she looks oh my lord they didn't even get the right one because she went in phases so look at that face right there and then look at this toxic I crusader that appears right there increasingly busy schedule the queen oh my god it looks like she got punched in her right eye and is awaiting for this one to open here look fantastic oh you just colin thank you i you make time she's like thank you i'm kind of jacked up right now person i know so it's a hollywood two night affair this is rare it's yes. saturday it is sunday pop culture extravaganza it is a gonna be crazy gonna i mean it's just look at the difference i mean i was joking because i was like that kind of looks like old charlotte but like, let's look at the fucking pictures. 208, let's just go 2018 to be generous. Let's go NXT era. When she was just single name Charlotte. Like, look at that. It's just a totally different person. Unbelievable. Miz, who I'm, is really obnoxious, but uh, he's, all no. over, he's all over the map. <laughs> no, Colin, don't make me emote too much. I'll tear. Here, here's a picture of Charlotte Flair. The skin from Doctor Who. That's Charlotte Flair in three years. 
He is hosting it. So let's start with this. Yes. Do you train differently? Does it feel differently for a WrestleMania? It does, but I can't overthink it. Yes, do I tighten up my diet? Is my gear larger than life? Maybe extra diamonds? Yes. Um, more. See, she's trying to throw the style and profile. You know, Rolexes, Space Mountain. Thought goes into the match because it's a longer build. But no, I really, at this stage, just, you know, do what I do. It, um, I she can... fucking hates professional wrestling. I just wish the spirit of my brother would quit haunting me so I can finally do something I actually love. Consider uh, WWE now. Uh, and I consider. <clears throat> I wonder if she knows the picture above her just does not look like her anymore and she's feeling it. With you, uh, irrelevant. Even the one down here, we got three different Charlottes in a row. This is like when JR interviewed the three different personalities of Mick Foley. I consider it to be Roman Reigns, you, John Cena. That's how I view it. That's how I view it. It's not gender exclusive. I just consider you a star of it. And I think there's, there's two or three others. You are, however, in a sport that has historically been dominated by big men. Can you um, imagine con trying to convince Colin Coward that Kevin Owens is a star? Is that he a got a pot belly. Chip on your shoulder. Is, how, do you, how do you view You're that? You're telling me a guy that looks like Tony Saragusa is a star? Being in a culture that has been dominated historically by guys. Yes and no. I, do, do I think that we've you know, had many firsts and have come so far and we're all superstars and our title. I mean, let her put the belt down. She's probably fucking lightheaded. That thing weighs like 27 pounds. Same. But I still think it's, it's a forever a fight. I mean, it is a boys club. Like, who's going to main event WrestleMania? Are right. the girls going to main event night one? Or is another men's match? Do we have to fight for that spot? Is the Royal Rumble guaranteed the winner? Is Being objective, <clears throat> I would say... Just because it's for the top, top singles title on that night, Flair and Rhea should go last. But the pop of Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn winning those tag titles are going to be, it's going to be incredible. Is the winner guaranteed a main event spot? Right. I don't know. What does that look like? Um, but I think it's just a matter of always being hungry. And I think the women, you know, feel like, we always have more to prove. Do I know <coughs> I'm just as good as Roman Reigns? Absolutely. Same platform, absolutely. But Would he beat the shit out of me in a match? Yeah. Um, no, maybe I still have that chip on my shoulder. So I'll be in the first row. Hopefully you'll acknowledge me. Anyway. <laughs> Colin Coward's sitting ringside. Let's look for a fucking... Oh, I'm going to do a coward search. I'm going to be stalking Colin Coward at SoFi Stadium. In a fun way. I'm going to bunny ear Colin Coward. I'm going to get bunny ears behind that, behind that <laughs> fucking side part. I'll give you a wink. I'm like, okay. hey, Colin. So John Cena. <laughs> Did he just hit on him? I think he just fucking threw the move at Charlotte. I'll have that chip on my shoulder. So I'll be in the first row. Hopefully you'll acknowledge me. Anyway. <laughs> I'll give you a wink. I'm like, okay. hey, Colin. So John Cena a couple years ago, I think it was at the Staples. So when John Cena came. Is this the type of broad that Colin's into? The fucking carved up fucking charlotte flair i like top monitor charlotte this one was like mid transition but this one out and you know we're, we're public figures and yes. he made his way over and i and i've gone to nba games a few years ago chris paul and I, during the game you can see like chris came over and i always think to myself 
So with the lighting, you're on the stage. Yes. You're performing. There's going to be stars in the crowd. Do you ever think to yourself, oh my God, I loved her in that movie. I'm I like, oh my God. There's By the way, hour two of This is Keith Pazel. Bad Bunny. Oh my God. Do you, is I, that, do you think about I that? I really want to be in a music video. <laughs> oh my God. Um, it's going to be a different no, crowd. No, I mean like... I, Actually, that's, this is the first time I've ever been asked that question. No, because I feel like a star in my own right, and I feel like professional wrestling as a whole um, doesn't get the respect that it deserves. So when I'm out there, I'm like, I'm the biggest star in this room, and I don't care who you are. I love it. Like, that's the message I want to send. That's the message that I want to send, especially here in Hollywood. Like, look so what you know, I'm trying to escape this fucking concussion-laden business. I mean, we're throwing ourselves at the ground, for Christ's sake, Colin. I mean, I get CTE just doing the job. I would desperately love a role. I mean, I'll do Shakespeare right here. She just breaks into a fucking... Someone, no one wrestles like Maria. Wayne's done. Look what Cena's done. Look what Batista's done. And I haven't seen a female... I would like Nathan Lane to voice me in an animated cartoon one day. Crossover like that? So it's kind of like, here we are in Hollywood going like, I'm one of them and I'm going to go down as one of them. So it's like, actually, I have like a little more added pressure on me. Yeah. What is the singular gift? Your father was Ric Flair. If I said, what is the one thing beyond genetics? You're obviously an athlete. If I said one thing from your dad that maybe I wouldn't know or people wouldn't know, does something he gave you? Being able to handle unbridled abandonment at any given moment. That's what I've learned from my father. Oh. She's just going to start crying because Ric Flair's never been in her life, so she's learned nothing from him. Everything I learned, people, they're all dead. You want to think about uh, it? Yeah. <laughs> she left Colin really hanging. Like about the business, about his fans, and pro wrestling, I think, is his first love. And I mean, that was just a struggle. That was the deep in thought of someone who was raised by her mother. My husband is the love of my life, but this business means so much to me. Like, it saved my life. It, it's changed who I am. And I think, like, the fans and sports entertainment, like, I feel like I have that same respect and love that he does. You can see it. For this. And yeah, I just, I hope my name goes down, you know, synonymously with sports entertainment. Yeah, it is because they're forcing the belt count to tie your father. You're two titles away from him. You think of pro wrestling, you think of Charlotte Flair. Gender doesn't matter. That's a, um, I I tell people this all the time is that um, Michael Jordan, when he started elevating and dominating basketball, would literally create rivals. He would say, I don't get respect. It was like, dude, you're the best player and everybody gets it. <laughs> so, but, but I think that's a very healthy thing. Kobe had it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Look at Colin's mind. So he thinks it's a healthy thing. You know, he would invent rivalries and just destroy relationships for no reason. I think it's a very healthy thing. I think the great actors have it. They create rivals. The great so actors ob- are just unbearable to be around. They create barriers. Obviously, you're a rock star, but there is something in the genetics, the DNA, there is something. So tell me, Charlotte, are you unbearable to be around? You, that I don't think you can teach. 
that it is a jet fuel. You said it saved your life. Is that, yep. the, is that the jet fuel? You, that you could retire. You've got money. Well, you're... I don't know. I'm just, I, I don't want to take it for granted. Like, I was 28 when I started, and it's not because That's I late, wanted to be right? like my dad. Yeah, it's just I wanted to help my little brother and help him get on the right path, and here I am. And it's like I never want to take a day for granted. Like, when I go out there, whether it's a live event in front of 3,000 <clears> or this weekend in front of 80,000, like, I never phone it in. Like, I ever, like, walking through Gorilla with my music and my robe is a gift. And it's not, you know, so many people see, like... Gorilla is what we call Vince McMahon backstage. I'm forever the bad guy, which, like, right now I'm kind of the good guy, which I'm really digging. Like, oh, I like these cheers. Yeah, no one's digging it. The cheers are all put in later in editing. But it's, like, it's, it, it was earned, so... Look at I that claw on that title. Take that like very serious. Now, and like, I played sports my whole life, and you can't teach competitiveness. Like within me, I want to be the best. Whether it's playing a stupid game of you know checkers with your friends, or you know being in the women's division of WWE, I want to be the best no matter what it is. And that's. And I'm glad like, I'm in a sport where they could plan out me being the best, and I don't have to earn it. <clears throat> maybe not necessarily a good thing because it'll drive you crazy, but that's just something within me. That I don't know why it's always there. So you defeated Ray Ripley like three years ago, WrestleMania. Ray Ripley. She's obviously jealous of you. Who wouldn't be <laughs> jealous? Do you sense there's an animosity uh, because you have elevated? She's Australian. They talk like hillbilly British people. It's off. It doesn't doesn't here in America. Pepsi, Coke, not going to be interested. Big brands uh, uh, above her. And now you are the target for your side. Do you sense that? I don't think there's animosity. I think for Rhea Ripley. Um, That'd be funny if he read the sheets and he's just like, so Rhea's going over, right? To make a name for herself and prove that, Beating you know, she can key. run the women's yeah. division, that she can be the face of the women's division. And I think the <clears> only <throat> way to prove that and do that is to go through me. So it's not that there's animosity, but she knows she has to take me down you know, to get to that spot. And I'm just not giving it away. You have to take it. When you are, um, give me, what exercise do you do? Mental exercise or physical exercise? You're going to perform in front of 80. Woosa. <laughs> thousand people. Doing push-ups, probably. Like, I have to be loose. I have to be warm. Like, if I'm not warm, then I don't feel like I'm in the zone. But I'm going to be honest with you. Like, I get more nervous doing interviews like this with you <laughs> than I do in front of 80,000 people just because, like, when my wrestling boots are on and I'm not, and when I'm... In look at that. He almost attacked her. Look at him lean in on that. Ooh, look at that smile. He's blushing. Look at him. He laughs and then look at him fire in on her. Do in front of 80,000 people just because, like, when my wrestling boots are on and I'm not... Fucking went to fucking uh, Osmos with her. And when I'm in the ring, I'm like, this is my world. This is my show. This is my ring. This is my place. This is where I feel like the most confident. But in terms of like where I am mentally, like when I came back um, in December, I had a couple of months off and I was like, man, I don't know if I can be Charlotte Flair tonight. Like, how do I get that intense? How do I get that angry? How do I get, you know, how do I show that confidence, even though I don't feel like that every day in my real life? But yeah. it's like, boom, my music hit. And I'm like, oh, okay, I remember how this goes. Right, <laughs> I remember right. this song and dance. Right. So it's just like... I, tr I don't know. It's just, 
I, and also depending just on the story, running through the like motions at this point, Colin, you've well, actually made me want to retire. She has to go through me to be the star. She has to go through <clears> me, yeah. you know, to become the champion. So for me, it's like, bring it, show me what you got, kid. So kid. my demeanor and how I feel going. Yeah, Rhea's kind of young. She's only like 26. You know, then how 29. My preparation mentally is like. Yeah, but you're not like 50, kid. You're like four years apart. Make this girl. Kid. Earn every second. I'm willing to guarantee she's been wrestling longer than you. Of that moment with you in that ring. Like, make her earn it. Don't give it. Earn it. You pause when I ask you about your dad. Um, <laughs> it is interesting. He was such a terrible guy. Because, um, and, I've, and I've said this, it's hard to be the best mom or dad and number one in the world at what you do. It's just hard because there's only so many hours in a day. Yeah. And you pause with your father because obviously as the, he was a reigning star, not just that of personality. I mean, Colin knows the dirt. He knows Ric Flair was like top five all-time worst fathers of all time. Ric Flair gets emotional about it. There's nights he's not home. I mean, I, I know the sport. Is Nights he's not home. De decades, Colin. Is there a conflict with you? He about actually wasn't allowed to see me for 15 years. Out that like do you ever think to yourself okay i gotta skip she checking her look at her looking down she is not into the rick flair question scale back 10 percent, and that goes to my fiance like where are you on being the best in the country for wwe where are you with that emotionally do you do you struggle with that or or do you just come to terms with it no i what i look my husband knows if he was to ever say like he calls me mommy my husband is currently sitting out his AEW contract to rejoin WWE. He's like, mommy, if I ever, you know, wanted you to take time or anything, I know that you would resent me because I know how much this means to you. But for me, I think where I'm at emotionally and like mentally is like, I'm walking into my seventh WrestleMania, seven WrestleManias, either the champion or the challenger. Mm -hmm. No one's done that. But like, I still feel like I have more eh, to prove. Hulk I still Hogan. feel like there's more to do. I, I, don't know, I don't know what that looks like. What is the unknown? Like, just because I'm a woman, I've done seven WrestleManias. Is that's like, oh, well, she's at seven. We're wrapping up soon. Like, I, I'm more there like, yes, I want to have a family. I want to have children. And I, I mean, if you get any more plastic surgery, you take a clothesline, your whole face is going to gumby to bits on live television. You know, I still believe that I could be you know, a WWE superstar and be a WWE mom. It, it's just where, like, I have done it all, but I still feel like I'm, you know, just, you know. He's like, I'm not asking you to announce your retirement. Growing into my boots. Because <clears throat> I, you know, didn't want to do this my history here. Like, I started late. How was... Um, you want to keep watching this or do we, you want to go to TV history here, Chad? Um, he has, Nick Khan's a friend of mine. Nick used to be my agent. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so I remember years ago when Nick Khan took over WWE, I just, you know... I was like, hey, what's Vince like? He says, incredibly uh, gracious in terms of like, uh, you're very much like this, uh, manners. He, he, <laughs> now, you also see at times volcanic because Vince is a huge personality. As you're, as you're kind of, how do you view Vince? Because I've known four or five people who are around Vince and there are different Vinces. How did you view it? Oh, I'm, I didn't so ask you an easy always, one. Anytime. No, it's not that they're easy questions. You're just asking her about men that have traumatized her. And she's like, I didn't think this was going to be therapy, Colin. Nervous <laughs> to go to Vince because Ashley and she
Charlotte or much into TV history. We don't so want to watch Charlotte, Charlotte Flair be fucking every Monday, every Friday live event promo. Like he saw Charlotte, and I March thirtieth, nineteen ninety six. We'll do an NBC nightly news. We'll get this fired up while I get some fun facts about the era. Let's get this casted. Oh wait, come on. There we go. No breaks in the ring around the Freeman compound, but there are new... Got a young fucking Brian Williams here. Before I lied about being in war... Danger of getting tangled up. <clears throat> yeah, let's do a smoke break. We'll do commercials from 96, and then we'll get into this. Good, good call. From NBC News, this is NBC Nightly News, reported by Brian Williams. Good evening. For almost a week now, a group calling itself the Free Men, and possibly including several families, has been holed up inside a remote Montana farmhouse. Be back in about five to seven, maybe even ten. churn style now tastes even richer and creamier when my allergies became a problem i thought a prescription was the answer instead my allergist recommends dimatap said an allergy study showed its antihistamine is even more effective than seldane a leading prescription ask your doctor doctors say dimatap for good reason mcdonald's invites you to play the disney video masterpiece collection trivia challenge trivia game ever at McDonald's. Pick the right answer to questions about Disney Masterpiece Collection videos and win every time. Over 300 million prizes, like a vacation to Walt Disney World, hot McDonald's food, Disney books from Mouseworks. Come play today. It's gonna be magic. 
Everyone knows that the best way to make chocolate milk is to add Hershey's syrup. But here's something you may not know. Hershey's syrup is virtually fat-free. And believe it or not, it's always been that way. Mo. I told you you can't take this to work. Any teas? No more playing until you clean up your house. I'd like to solve the puzzle. Tomorrow, Dad, now go to sleep. Get the new electronic Wheel of Fortune game, but please, at your age. ABC Wednesday, Grace is all new. I feel like I was born to help people. Grace is on a mission to be Volunteer of the Year. Crisis Hotline, can you hold, please? On an all-new Grace. Think of your family and, and your friends. Look, do not wear white after Labor Day. Followed by a special Ellen at a special time. It's ABC Wednesday. Tonight's movie, The Sandlot, will continue in a moment. Viewers like you love Second Noah. Carolyn Moore says... You have my vote. And Phyllis Bruno calls it... Entertaining and uplifting. And June Guile says... It reminds me of the Brady Bunch with animals. Second Noah, ABC Monday. Dodge Dakota is number one in resale versus Ford, Chevy, and GMC. Number one in horsepower. Number one in torque. Even number one in towing. In fact, Dodge Dakota is ranked number one in more categories versus any compact. So it should come as no surprise that across America, Dodge pickups are number one in sales growth. Now get up to $3,500 off on Dodge Dakota, including $1,000 cash back. Some people want a cellular phone for emergencies. Auto club? Others need it more. Hold the anchovies. And some need to use it a lot. Okay, JB, I'll have that ASAP. That's why Ameritech offers pick-up-and-go cellular for as low as $15.95 a month, each with a free portable phone, airtime, and service. Thanks. Thanks. Gracias. Act now and get free activation and your first month's access free. Just pick up the one that's right for you. Call 1-800-MOBILE-1 today. Pick-up-and-go. Cellular. Only from Ameritech. Bum, 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 bum. Your link to better communication. They never thought the dream could come true. They never thought they could afford it. But on March 15th, Mike Turner and his family moved into their very first home. It was a HUD home. One of hundreds HUD can help you all. For as little as 3% down. Ask a real estate agent about HUD homes. And make your own dream come true. Anthony Hopkins, Desperate Hours, tonight at 11.30. The Sandlot continues here on ABC. When I was growing up, Easter meant a house full of family, kids having fun, and Russell Stover. Now the cast of characters has changed, and the setting has too, but some things never change. With their unique blend of three kinds of chocolate, all dressed up for the holiday, Russell Stover has been making Easter memories a little sweeter for over 60 years. Nobody does chocolate like Russell Stover does chocolate. Ah! Uh -huh. 
just released on video. He's one of Disney's best-loved characters in the motion picture that's delighted families for generations. The Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh. It's the original classic motion movie. picture. I got that a movie masterpiece of Disney imagination. And now, with this limited edition it new. video, it's, just like a it's yours to own shit. forever. This is a movie every family should have in their video collection. Walt Disney's masterpiece, The Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh, on video for a limited time. Now at Red Lobster, it's Lobster Days. Rock tail sizzle, mean tail steam. So much lobster, it's a lobster dream. Indulge in six luscious lobster dishes, like the incredible lobster three ways. James gets back from Juicy main tail and lobster and shrimp pasta, all on one plate. Special prices too. Better hurry. Hell yeah, you're back. One penny. Dude, was anyone brought back by that Dimatap commercial earlier on? Holy fuck. Might as well throw some Triaminic at me too while you're at it. B2300 SE. A penny down. And 199626. A penny down. A penny and 219. Miata. Ends April 1st. Here, we'll go, we'll look through some news while we go through this. And Rosie plays critic. So is the marriage toast? We're both actually going to sleep in our bed. If there's room. On Roseanne, then it's Hayden's football fantasy camp. Hope you pick me on your team. Oh, yeah. You look like 250 pounds, a pure football player to me. A new coach after Roseanne, ABC Tuesday. ABC Wednesday. Ellen gets prepped for a mammogram. Well, we all wore the same thing. That's embarrassing, huh? It's a hilarious all-new Ellen. I liked it better when I was eight years old and I didn't have any. Then it's the new comedy that's got people talking. I don't remember talking to myself, although it's possible considering that I was stressed. This is new Murphy Brown. Faculty, ABC Wednesday. The faculty. Oh, that's like a... Not like the movie, though. Was I think that was before the movie, The Faculty, where they're all, like, fucking zomb zomboids. Good and pastel. I think we look silly. Hey, you guys are all dressed for Easter, huh? Pretty soon the Easter Bunny will bring me a basket full So Because You Loved Me by Celine Dion was the number one song in the United States. Fiestata by Protégé was number one in the United Kingdom. It's the Fiestata. It's the Fiestata. Some brandy sitting up in my room. Mary J. Blige, Nungong Crying, From Waiting to Exhale. Some bangers. Natalie and Brulia probably shredding some vocals in 1996. Big movie was The Birdcage. My parents let me watch that at an early age. I feel like it's why I'm accepting of homosexuality because straight men portrayed them for my safety. Except for Nathan Lane. He was in the closet, but still gay. Maybe he was out. I mean, there's no way to hide yourself if you're Nathan Lane. I mean, you just exude gay. Um, the first Resident Evil game came out. Uh, this week in 1996, I was never a big Resident Evil guy. Were you a Resident Evil guy in the chat? I liked it, but it was too hard for me. I bought Resident Evil Director's Cut, and I kept getting eaten within the first 20 minutes, and I was just like, fuck this game, and I just kept put back on Madden. Uh, let's see if there's any big events that happened. So not really. So yeah, we're on the eve of WrestleMania, the Shawn Michaels Iron Man match. So that's fun. Maybe we'll watch a little bit of that. That just brings me to the chase here. Let's just cut right to it.
special home improvement followed by the diet mug root beer dana carvey show do they still make the resident evil games i know when playstation 3 came out i think they like brought it back because it had been a while because i don't think one or they did bring out some for two but i think the ones for playstation 2 sucked which really is a shame because playstation 2 really does is the best system and has the best game catalog uh, so let's see. Let's pull up a little bit of wrestling. Here we go. Saturday night, March 30th, 1996. So do we have, let's figure out what day that was. I want to make sure this is a Saturday. It was a Saturday. Fuck yeah. Cast this fucking thing right here. I hate that I got to do it like twice. I mean, you're already on YouTube. Why are you going back to the main menu and then dicking me over? They're on RE8. Is it like a continuous story? Or because I know they had like intervening games that like were different styles and stuff. Tonight at 11. Who was in the NCAA championship game in 1996? Kentucky won. I remember Kentucky winning. Don't remember the game, but I remember waking up the next day and it was all over SportsCenter and I was disappointed because it just college basketball wasn't my sport at that point. <clears throat> Ooh, look at all dogs go to heaven. Dom DeLuise at his best. Charles Nelson Riley playing a homosexual dog. All dogs go to heaven too. Rated G. Now playing. Who's in the final four this year? I wish I was more into this. 95 was my like NFL was the first sport I was super into. Then the Cubs. I had been to baseball games before. Uh, before like getting into the NFL. So baseball was always kind of like there. I, pl I loved playing baseball, but I never really watched. It was on like during the day because it was Cub and Sox games. Chicago has day baseball. So I was always at fucking school when baseball was on. Sixth grade was when I really got into baseball. So like 1998 would be like hardcore, like I'm fucking in. This Sunday's paper for your insert. You could win one of three. I was still kind of 1996. I still kind of like loved the Power Rangers and like was upset if I missed the Power Rangers. Even pro wrestling, like my real pro wrestling, like hardcore is like late 99, 2000. Like I watched it and I knew of it. I remember making fun of Ric Flair because he would turn beat red and like have coronaries during his promos. And we got NWO shirts for Christmas in like the mid 90s. But like I was still like very much a kid like i wasn't like eventually would become an old soul because of demons and stuff but i was like a kid as far as my entertainment that i watched so i like going back this is why i like doing this because i like going back and look at the details of what i missed like i remember kentucky winning the national title but i didn't really give fuck all about like the ncaa tournament i might even not known of like full-on what it like really was at that point.
for years of beauty. Protect your wood floors, furniture, and more. So that was probably the last throws of Georgetown. We had Arkansas and Massachusetts. Look at that. Oh no, these are like regionals. Look at that. You're fucking dicking me over, guys. Okay, so here's the final four. Kentucky versus Massachusetts. The Minutemen. Salon style. Salon quality. Sensible prices. Okay, so yes, so so seven was like a reboot. Seven was the one for like one of the newer PlayStations, right? Delicious Cadbury cream eggs. Buck, 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 buck. They'd use this same fucking clip from this commercial on legit television. They've never been able to replicate the cuteness of that Cadbury bunny. Can't do it with computers. The bunny's dead. It's uncivilized. Alrighty then. Own Ace Ventura when nature calls on video. Next Saturday, it's Joey Lawrence with his real-life brothers, Matthew... Can we... I was gonna say, is this just, like, fucking commercials? Can we not watch wrestling? Ladies and gentlemen, the following contest is for the WCW World Heavyweight Championship, set for one fall. Introducing first the challenger, accompanied to the ring by Colonel Robert Parker. <clears throat> See, like, I didn't really watch WCW in this era. I caught it. Like, if I was watching a Braves game, I would catch it. Look at this fucking territory motherfucker. Back, dude, back in old wrestling, a cowboy was an essential part of the game. I mean, this is just, like, corny without cornet. When you abandon something... Some always good. They got Dusty Rhodes on the mic. He's so random. I just say things. We're here. There's a container of human beings here. This stupendous night. I got a lisp and an economy of words, Tony. World heavyweight champion, Nature Boy. I think this is back when he had a bull haircut. Yup. No, it wasn't bowled up yet. He cuts the back of that off at some point and goes full bowl, I think, when he comes back. So this is March 96. This is just before the NWO. I think Razor and Nash are still with WWF. So we can get into the birth of the NWO. This is going to be exciting. Elizabeth, who is beautiful as she is, she is nothing but a deadly woman. Down inside, but boy, he faces Dick Slater, who can beat you at any minute. This is for the World Dick Heavyweight Todd Title. Dick Todd If you just joined us on Saturday night, a lot has happened. Harlem Heat came out here earlier, knowing that Lex oh, Luger was scheduled to meet Ric Flair. Coming up in two days this Monday, live on WCW Monday Nitro. And they said, too bad, we want our World Tag Team Title too shot. Too bad, so Harlem sad. earned the World Tag Team Title shot because Booker T and Sting defeated the Road Warriors this past Sunday exactly. on Uncensored. Exactly. So that left Sting without a partner because Luger has the shot against Ric Flair. The Giant just a moment ago came out and said, I'll be your partner against Harlem Heat. Sting said, okay. And I'm assuming the World Tag Team belts are going to be on the line. Well, I'll tell you what. So we're hitting the news almanac for March 30th, 1996. Uh, uh, the Olympic torch begins in Olympia, Greece today. The relay will wind through Greece for a week and begin on the long trek in the opening ceremonies in Atlanta to terrorism on July 19th. I had a sleepover with my friends during the Olympics in 1996. It was a big time. I actually remember 
the women winning the World Cup because it happened it happened in the day, but they didn't tell us until like three in the morning, and I just so happened to be up. And that was like, oh, there's soccer. And uh, this is another, this is a big, big, can he, if he, will he on Monday night we're coming up live on WCW. I mean, this was a WCW trope for just such a long time. Like the cowboy versus the real wrestler. Luger against Ric Flair. Hulk Hogan and the Booty Man together against Arnie Anderson. The tennis matcher, if they can go along. Here's the roll up one. And the Road Warriors, Nasty Boy Steiner. How long has it been since there's been a new Resident Evil game? Is this like an anticipated thing? Do you want... Did eight just come out, or is like nine a hotly anticipated fucking release? Well, that's true. Dick Slater is not going to be intimidated by the Nature Boy Ric Flair. The Nature Boy Ric Flair. And, and he knows just as many holes and moves and, and the way to, way to hurt you. I mean, this is when a deep roster needs to. I mean, I think everybody knew that Dick Slater wasn't going to win the WCW title. He got Flair down. Get him covered. So no doubt Hogan's about to beat him because Hogan goes into the NWO with the strap. That was so close. Boy, Elizabeth, you know, she used not too many reactions. Right. Except when she's doing bad deeds to somebody, but she is really living. Doing bad deeds. Being locked in a room by Macho Man Randy Savage. 14 TV dinners for 14 days. You don't have to leave the house, baby. Nobody. He's one of the best. Right hand on the side of the head. Make it two now. You know what they say about that macho man Randy Savage. So we got some big news for the next coming week, I guess, here. Uh, April 1st, 1996 was opening day for the baseball season. They really waited till April back then. Now they try and sneak one into March. Like there's one game on March 30th. This is actually one of the first times in a while where like all of the games opened up pre-April. April 2nd, 1996, Bill Clinton is tentatively scheduled to meet with President Oscar Luigi's Scarlafaro of Italy. They will discuss the peace effort. Oh, yeah, Bosnia was a big thing in 1996. It was all trade. And then what is this? Katie Smiley and Bob Norris, two South Carolinians who met in an internet chat room and fell in love are scheduled to be married. So this is like the first E fucking marriage, the first love at first sight. He's livid, baby. You gotta feel the master of the figure four realizes how much pain is there and how crippling it can be. You gotta get out of it quickly or your career could be over. Yeah, and, and boy, he's got more to lose here tonight than, than Dirty Dick Slater. And he's trying to get to the ropes right now, trying to trying to move his way, what you did to get out of this. Yes. If you're the master of something, you know how you know how it works, you know how you get into it, and how you get out of it. And right there he he went ahead and made it to the of the confines, if you will, safety of the rope. Here's a pickup, and we've got a back suplex from Dirty Dick Slater. Slater. Yeah, no big news. I mean, I Blair guess we can watch off. the news. Slater, right hand, oh. an elbow. Wow, what a matchup we have around Main Event. Watch out. Outside. Here we go. Well, there goes Colonel Parker. Well, he's got something down in his pocket. Let's listen here. 
Zeta waved him out. Zeta waved him out. Apparently, the cutoff finger up the in his pockets was some sort of object. Maybe that's how they plan on winning the world heavyweight title here. Well, he's in with the dirtiest play in the game. The Nature Boy Rick Flag got a little bit, so you can put both of them in trying to outdo each other in the dirty trick. Later, reverse. Ooh, here's a USWA hour here. here. Could have the leverage on Open his knees. This fucker up. Oh, it went to it. Good. Now we got it flicking. See, this is out of my territory. I never saw this fucking USWA shit. This was exclusive Memphis. The last throws of Jerry Lawler. They might have shown it on like UPN or something. I think I loosely remember a USWA match at my Uncle Ed's house. Everybody, Lance Russell, Dave Brown, and Corey Macklin ready to go with another big week of the USW. It looked very American Gladiator-ish to me. Ready to rumble, hell yeah, dude. Did Ready to Rumble come out in 1996? We are going to be celebrating our 1,000th show right here in this studio. It's hard to believe, but it's absolutely true. Oh, no, the boxing game? Hell yeah, I didn't play this one. Special show planned for that one, too. Yes, sir, no bad slouch show today. Dude, the Dreamcast. We got a lot of talent lined up. Looking forward to it. Absolutely. Speaking of which, the new USWA Tag Team Champions are going to be here. The Cyberpunks have won the title. The Cyberpunks. We just wanted to make everyone aware of that in case you weren't already. Brian Christopher will be here today. So yeah, maybe we'll we'll get into a little bit of WrestleMania uh, 13 after this. He will be back. And then the day after that, Mankind makes his debut against Bob Holly. Happy about it. Uh, Brian Christopher is along. Also, the Headbangers, Jesse James Armstrong. Ooh, look at that. Ted Kaczynski got arrested on April 3rd, 1996. I think there was a little bit of a chase for him. He was like on the run. Coming up as. The Headbangers and Jesse James Armstrong and David Haskins will be... And now look, we've got a nice day start. What you got to do, get up here and talk to me. Sam, that's not the attitude, Samantha, to come out here and start. I anybody's attitude. I got enough problems of my own this morning, Lance. Bill Dundee is back there and he is so irate and uncontrollable that you better be glad I'm out here instead of him. He probably punched you right in the nose. Let me tell you something. Randy Hale has protected PG-13 till I am just sick with it up to here. You on that You know it. I know it. Everybody knows it. That the cyberpunks are Jamie Dundee, Jason. Cyberpunks, the internet's a fad. They're two mascots. That's all there is Lance, he is the man. Yeah, 99 for Ready to Rumble Boxing. They shouldn't be on this card, Lance. They shouldn't be here. Randy Hale. Hammer filed for bankruptcy. In, in the coming days in 1996, we lost the finances of Hammer. He made a chargeback, though. Nostalgia was good for Hammer. I've heard all of this conversation before, Samantha, and we're not going to stand here and listen to it. we got other things to do. We've got to get out of here. Ooh, the first Major League Soccer game happened. We'll have to do an episode here in the next coming days to cover all of this. Kevin uh, Kellum is in town. I might want to see if he wants to do an episode when he sleeps on our couch, on our couch. If you don't start a paying attention to they're on the card. Ooh, we got Memphis commercials. So how many high school boys does it take to change a light bulb? <laughs> well, 
light up your life? Yeah! Have another slam, Jim! Turn to the spice! Need a little excitement? Macho got paid in the fucking 90s, dude. Isn't the only thing to worry about coming from your tailpipe because with every stroke of your engine motor oil is being vaporized into exhaust leaving less and less protection That's why there's Castrol GTX 10W30 of every leading 10W30 Castrol provides the most protection against volatility Dude, I didn't want the slim ads worked for me in a way where like my family didn't buy slim gyms But fuck did I want them in 1996 those I loved the slim gym commercial I was so disappointed when I found out they didn't actually fucking snap. But there's only one yeah, he's in town tomorrow for Mania. It's going to be a good time. Nothing sounds like a nest you never know. I might do a show tomorrow. There's no schedule. For some of the wildest bone-jarring rodeo action you've ever seen. You thought you'd seen it all. Well, you ain't seen nothing yet. The most intense, bone-crushing, gut-wrenching rodeo action. Hell yeah, brother. I went to a rodeo in New Mexico. That shit was wild, dude. I got an autograph from a guy and he was sitting fucking posted up next to a fucking barn with a broken rib and like bleeding from the face. And I got his fucking autograph and he's like, what's your name? And I'm like, Keith. And he's like, Heath. I'm like, no, man, Keith. Like a cool, like a cool name. This incredible two tape offer. You'll get both videos for only $19.95. Jam packed with bone crunching, hair raising rodeo action that'll blow you away. Guaranteed or your money back. For order, call battery change. That's 1 800 921 6565. Or send 1995 plus 450 shipping and handling to the address on your screen. Okay, we are ready, Dave, for opening bout. One fall, a 10 minute time limit. One fall and 10 minutes in time. The official referee, referee Bill Rush, for our opening bout here today on USWA Wrestling. Introducing 218 pounds out of Memphis, Tennessee, T.D. Still. Ooh, this fucking jobber. Today, led to the ring. That is just a man with a construction hat. That's his gimmick. This honky tonk? From the land down under of Australia, Bill Superstar Dundee. So that's the booker of this show. Oh, dude, construction was cool at this time. Construction, cowboys, fucking leather daddies were the big male gimmicks of the of this era. Still, this was before the the NWO truly changed all of wrestling in that like reality became the gimmick like that was like in two months this is what we're watching right here in two months that is going to end in 1996 this could be a dandy right here look at that steel go right away took dundee down took him by surprise td always set and ready to get into action td in a way kind of reminds me of dundee earlier in his career in that he comes in there with fire he's ready to go and he thinks he can beat anybody he steps in the ring against, including the very tough veteran, the superstar, Bill Dundee. How you feeling in the chat? Just checking your pulse. I'm, I'm still ready to go if you are. Just want to feel how you're fading. We're at about two hours and 44 minutes. Took that arm and drove him right straight down into the mat. Bill, as long <coughs> as we've known him, I've never seen him quite as out of control as he has been the last few weeks. He came out here with uh, Samantha, who was going to take Samantha, dude, Lance Russell's about had it at this point. Here and 
what happened is get outside and there's Dundee out there making his case and he comes up and slugs Randy Hale, knocks him on top of him. And Dundee now still irritated. You can see the way he's firing. You can hear, I think this was taped off someone's TV because you can hear it like vibrating in his living room off his... Like, I think this is a VHS tape looking at a television. With the open hand now throws him out of the ring. Here, I, out of control, I think, is, uh, is what's still going on here with Dundee. Dundee very upset. He, uh, he's been out of control for some time. TD back in the ring, squaring off. He hadn't backed up one bit from Dundee, but boy, I'll tell you, Billy really going one, two, and that's all he got. TD tries, fires to the midsection, and Dundee comes back to the foot, right up to the head. Up on the road. Okay, so I got the cards leading up to this here. Dundee still got a lot of that old fire that you were talking about. Back so two sexy Brian Christopher's running around here. I knew it. I knew he was going to be the USWA champion. So they had the fucking USWA championship on fucking Scotty Tuhati. Or no, not Scotty Tuhati, on fucking Grandmaster Sexay. Because this was Jerry Lawler's territory. So of course he was going to put his son over. So fucking Grandmaster Sexay is the world champion in this company. How fucking wild is that? And head you toward a count out. Situation, Dave. I think if he had followed the whip right in immediately, but he hesitated to get his... Okay, so then at some point, I think it unifies with fucking Lawler because on the 16th, you have Brian... USWA champion Brian uh, Christopher... But then it says USWA Unified Champion Jerry the King Lawler. What the fuck is up with that? The artistry that Dundee can dish out, man or not. So then he dropped it to Mabel, and then does Mabel unify it with fucking Here he goes up the Lawler? Sails down. Hooks the leg. One, two, three. That'll do it. Bill Dundee. Google this. Look at Bill Dundee getting over on some jobber. Dundee gets the win. Ain't no way Dundee's making a man. In a convincing fashion against a very tough TD Steel. Samantha very, very happy about the situation as she says Dundee is the man. TD Steel being looked after by referee Bill Rush. Well, there was no question he was the man at that instance. He seemed to lose his cool when TD started to make some moves on him. But So this belt, the belt Jerry Lawler has in 1996, was a unification of basically the WCWA World Heavyweight Championship from World Class, the AWA World Championship, and the... Uh, so that's probably just like a lineage of the territory. So Lawler had that because Lawler had the AWA title. Uh, yeah, let's Lawler, the reigning AWA world champion, defeated Kerry Von Erich for the WCWA. This resulted in the USWA Unified World Heavyweight Championship being formed. Uh, in January 1989, he was stripped of the AWA title by the AWA, ending its AWA title connection with the US, uh, blah, 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 blah. In 89, Jan 10, Dutch Mantel appeared to defeat Lawler. Let's get into March of 96, though, and see what the story was here. So they carried this fucker all the way. So let's see what the USWA title was. Was that like the actual promotion? They should have just renamed the fucking belt. The USWA World Championship. 
Wait a second. Huh. Maybe we'll get a better picture. Watch. And I was just trying to clarify it. Look at that fucking mullet, dude. Mullet's just around. Just business all around here. Even Dundee's got the subtle, like, Elvis mullet. No, I never did. Oh. Miss Texas comes right across. Grab Samantha. Ooh, this is back when you can fight a young lady. Samantha throws her down and Samantha right back up charges in after as Miss Texas took the opportunity to get a hold See if I can find Samantha a good like, rip of a pay-per-view of WrestleMania. Nobody behaves like ladies. Nobody behaves like gentlemen. And that's Wolfie D. And that's Jamie Dundee. And if it's the last thing I do, they're master colors. There are two guys under the mask until the mask do come off, Bill. We'll take time out and we'll be back. In we'll take time out. It's okay. No stick. No stick. Is it a young Bill Burr? That's all right. We'll get it back now. And it's a streetwise crack in the, in the country, you know? This is the guy. If your next meal might be some time off. I was a talker on the field. I love jibber-jabbering on that fucking pay-per-view. Some creamy caramel. Okay, we're wearing them down. Snickers. Hungry? Why wait? It's okay. With today's advanced satellite technology, everyone on the planet... Is capable of getting great TV reception. Help. Help. Everyone, it seems, but you. Help, 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 help. At Radio Shack, you've got everything you need to get a nice, clear picture, from antennas to digital satellite systems. Help. And we're good listeners, too. Help. Radio Shack, you've got questions, we've got answers. Cancun. Ah. Mexico. Still safe. Relaxation. Ah. Now there is something new under the sun. Cancun. Seven days, six nights, luxury accommodations, $249. For two adults. Romance. Ah. And two kids. Let's see if I can kids. find some good WrestleMania to Ooh, free for all. Universal Vacations is celebrating its 18th year with what the, the tropical Cancun extravaganza. Seven days, six nights for two, for less no. than the price of a one-night stay. Two hundred and forty-nine. Let me turn this down and flip this up real quick. Five eleven. Welcome everyone to beautiful, sunny Southern California, the home of WrestleMania 12. You're looking outside the Anaheim Pond. This will be. See, this is where they had WrestleMania before there was ever a shot of it being in LA. This was there as close to LA as they got until the Attitude Era kicked off. Oh, Todd, this is like the fucking uh, Dunkelman of WWE. Michael Cole fucking dethroned this fucker. WWF free for all, exclusively on 
and it's all about WrestleMania 12 here tonight. You See, this was the birth of kind of the hour pre-show they do. Like the YouTube pre-show because this was like the 28 minutes when you were trying to get some buys, baby. People begging their parents. Dude, I remember the guilt of deciding that you're going to beg your parents to buy you a pay-per-view because there were all sorts of taxes that would come up 60 70 bucks on that cable bill it was a big deal i remember i got wrestlemania and they were like this is your birthday and christmas present I'm like all right you are guaranteed almost three hours of action and excitement as only the world wrestling federation can deliver many people have tried to listen to that music duplicate it there is only God, it sounds one like the batman world one soundtrack in the back federation and you got it you can experience WrestleMania 12 tonight, live on pay-per-view. Everybody's talking about the entire card. Of course, the Warrior is coming back. We got the six-man tag. Plus, of course, how about the huge WWF Championship matchup? It pits the legend and current champion, Bret the Hitman Hart, against the challenger, the heartbreak kid, Shawn Michaels, who hopes to realize a lifelong childhood dream here tonight in Anaheim. I got to get inside in the arena. I love that classic tape ripping. Because everybody's getting ready. <clears throat> oh, dude, and he started off as such a fledgling out there. They really molded him into whatever they wanted their awful to sound like. Ooh, is that Sonny? A pre-fucking ring. Oh, yeah, that's Sonny before, before it all happened. She looks so different now. Uh, like Charlotte Flair, but opposite end charlotte flair you could argue looks better but not this sunny really fucking turned into a raisin oh yeah what a life i mean he's a fucking made man Title up for grabs right here, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Whoa. Never. Whoa. Oh, check the fire. Of course, everyone anticipating a tag title matchup. Introducing the Republic. See, Sonny was gone by the time I started hardcore watching WWE. I remember when Stone Cold became popular. But like, WWF 1996 is kind of like, this is like the first I'm seeing this particular show. Oh yeah, she's totally in jail. She killed a person with her car. Look at that. Although I did name one of my baseball players, a creative player in baseball, Phineas Godwin, and just ran through the majors with him. I hit like 869 career home runs, shattered all the records. And the whip in the ring and that clothesline that took him down. Yes, he's been in uh, control since the opening bell and hasn't let up. And got into a little USWA audio right there. That's not the Goodyear blip by a long shot. Michael RC Max Meteor bringing you all the festivities of WrestleMania. Look at this. Well, Get that maybe not. Get out of the ring. <laughs> I guess they said California is the place they ought to be, so they loaded up their trucks. And they headed to WrestleMania. I can't believe it. 
All right, and perhaps they could be WWF Tag Team Champions. The winner of the matchup, ladies and gentlemen, in any fashion, will be the next. Uh-oh, a present for Sonny. A kiss of that good luck charm, that big old horseshoe. Oh, man. These are two big old country boys, Phineas, and of course, Hank. On my train. Let's do this. I think I got this casted. Hold on. Did I do something cool here? Hold up. Okay. Let's go to the Chromecast and see if this worked. I think I casted the page. There we go. Skip being set up now. Coming off and a leap clock nicely done. Hank Godwin puts on the trick. Oh, no! Down oh, with authority. And the body down has been a regroup. Ooh, listen to the tape. They got a little fuddy-duddy on the tape. That always sucked when you recorded something you wanted to watch, and then uh, and then it did the audio like this. I do remember Sable. I caught like the tail end of Sable. The cat, the cat was around hardcore when I came in. Control of things here. Yeah, I think he needs to try a little decap. And uh, there you see Hillbilly Jim trying to cool things off. Well, yeah. Tape is fucking got, up. Or does that happen every time I go to this? Yeah, that happens every time I go to OBS. That's Skip in there against Hank. And Leap Clock actually did execute. Oh, wait a minute. From the other side in. No! Man, you know they were hurting when this was them trying to sell you WrestleMania. And this had Bret Hart versus Shawn Michaels. This really was a one fucking match show. This is the last of like the occupational gimmicks. They still tried to throw a little bit in there, like Steve Austin was the ringmaster, but this was the last of the job gimmicks. Where it was like the dentist. The CIA man, the businessman. You know it's rough when they're giving them time. You're giving the Godwins time. Never before in the history of the World Wrestling Federation has one single force generated the intensity and raw energy of the ultimate Just warrior. Fucking no one could filled with every steroid bottle in Vince like McMahon's arsenal. Empowered by the warrior Made of Ico Pro. The of all of his fans. The Warriors rise to the top This is the when they brought Warrior back. This was an epic collapse. And then he went to WCW a couple years later. Became his launching pad. Blasting off in front of 67,000 fans. Defeating the self-professed immortal Hulk Hogan. 
the very that next was year, eight years the ago, Ultimate though. Warrior continued to soar through WrestleMania 7 with a victory over the Macho Man Randy Savage. And then, mystique turned to mystery. The Ultimate Warrior vanished. Yet in his absence, the legend of the Ultimate Warrior continued to grow. But now, after a great deal of anticipation, the Ultimate Warrior returns Vince to the McMahon World is Wrestling desperate Federation and is bringing back someone who's impossible to work with and knows nothing the about the business. The he was so much more jacked up this time around. The Ultimate Warrior. He was faster than a cheetah. Stronger than a grizzly. All medically enhanced. than a great white shark. That part is true. And just when they thought it was safe to go back into the ring. Lots of stuff to talk about and a few ways that you can be part of all the excitement that is WrestleMania 12. Let me lay it all out for you. First Let me lay it all out. TV. It's very simple. You just dial 1-800-DIRECT-TV. Now, if you have Primetime 24, that's 1-800-9-9-SLAM. Oh, was this the fucking billionaire Ted sketches? In this match, but he won't remember it. Yeah, this is when they were making fun of WCW. This is what led into the NWO. Tonight at WrestleMania 12, the final chapter will be written. So it's interesting. This guy right here, Kevin Nash, was on WWF while they were doing sketches about how pathetic WCW was, and then he would jump over and make fun of WWF in other sketches and take it. It's just so kind of a switch. Frightening novel of revenge and horror. Man, it's absolutely chilling. Big Daddy Cool Diesel against The Undertaker as part of WrestleMania 12. But part I of like the Diesel as a kid. A total opposite. See, that's, I didn't really, I knew Diesel. You know what I'm talking about? I knew of Diesel. Yeah, I'm talking about the Nacho and Razor. against the Huckster. Yeah, some people have called it the uh, war. I think it's more like the walk. Let's take it to Vince and Jerry. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to stumble. Stumble? King, what kind of event is this? I can guarantee you, McMahon, this is the only AARP certified wrestling match in history. Nacho Man. Nacho Man. Introduced from Rogaine, Florida, just a little south of St. Peter's. Why does Vince have and a I flat top like fucking... Not much they're trying to go to Mystery cool. Science Theater. Oh, that's Anderson fun. President Reagan is watching this match, but he won't remember it. The Huckster shit. Scheme Gene. Got some Scheme Gene right here. Everybody, heads up, Doc, and yes, the wait is over. It is here, WrestleMania 12, one of taking... Let's go back. No, wait a minute, that's not a dead man. Yeah, one of Jane's orthopedic shoes. Oh, my goodness, look. Yes. Oh. They're both out. Who's going to win the match? Depends. Depends on what? No, depends undergarments. Oh, what you do when billionaire tank wrestlers croak on you? Yeah, come on. Isn't this the part where the ring's supposed to fill up with all the Huckster's friends? I believe it has. 
What's going to happen with your wrestling company now that both your top stars have, well, expired? Well, yeah, they can die all they want. I, I just buy Unbelievable. more stars. All compassion, I don't know yeah. I make stars, so I have to buy stars. Listen, he's well, telling I the truth. Oh, I... my goodness. Wait a minute. There's the FTC <laughs> man. <laughs> well, well, here's one star you yeah. may not be oh, able to buy. What is going on? It's interesting that they got the secret man, the FTC man, when that would be what gets WCW over. I love this. FTC, another feeble Turner classic. So long, Ted. And with yeah. Turner passing out, I think I'm going to call it here. It was a good time. I think we'll play a song to close out the shizzo here. Uh, I hope you had a good time. We'll be posting this in the coming days. Um, What are we going to do here? What song? What are we feeling? Let's go with... On repeat, something a little chill here. What are we feeling? What are we feeling? Let's do this one here. Good night. Thank you for listening. Enjoy a little short punk song. Good night. Now how we are off the air when we are off the air.